What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 142. Tonight, we welcome on special guest, uh, English educator to the masses and middle school basketball coach, Johnny Hopkins, joins the show. Uh, we uh, have Johnny on to talk about several topics, including uh, the catch-up with uh, Jimmy, uh, our top five, which is our favorite Browns players since their last playoff appearance in 2002. We also get into the uh, very disturbing Browns COVID uh, news of the day, as well as uh, the drag racing incident, in quotes. Um, after that, we talk about the NBA expansion, and uh, we give our opinions on where that should take place, if it does. And uh, we end the episode uh, with that. But we get everything started with the beer of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. time let's see what we got here today boys so this is brought uh courtesy of jimmy it was his Jimothy. beer of the week welcome back to the podcast everyone jim jimothy james jimothy Jim- <laughs> jimothy <laughs> um yeah welcome back to the podcast on this uh drizzly tuesday evening we are drinking jackie o's beer tonight from athens Got some mood lighting going on. And too. the beer we're drinking is Who Cooks for You Hazy Pale Ale. Let's give it a taste. I cook for myself. Mm. Dry hopped with citra and mosaic hops. Ooh, that's got some dankness. Mm. 100%. 100%. I like this. I should think more like 84%. Ooh. 84%? Yeah, 84%. 84% dank. dank. Nothing's absolute. That's a good point. Nothing's That's 100% a good absolute. That is a good point. Um, five and a half percent alcohol percentage. What do you think, guys? I it's like how it. much percentage? Just five and a half. It's oh, that's it? Crazy. Yeah, it's a pale ale, so it's not, You're it's a not pale ale. too crazy. Hey, Stifler, how's the pale ale? <laughs> I've, I mean, I've had this one before. I really enjoy yeah. it. We've had it actually on the it's, show it's before. A, it's it's a great, are you sure about that? I don't know. No, we have. I remember because it had an owl, and I love birds, and it said, who cooks for you? He, he pegged that's it. That's how I remember. That's, he, <laughs> I mean, I get it. Oh, that's fair. Also, I bought this beer before for myself. So there you go. Yeah, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Jackie O's. They do great work. I'm a yeah. sucker for their cans. Yeah, um, the artwork here. Who's the artist? It says it on the bottom. Art by Bryn Parrot or Perot. What up, Bryn? I, either Bryn Parrot or Bryn Perot. It's B R Y N P E R R O T T. I assume you could probably find her on Instagram or something. I can't wait to hear that on the podcast recording. I went to grab the beer, and I just smacked the mic. Jimmy's just shaking his head. Yeah, so I'll start. I I, I, uh, I really like it a lot. I mean, I've, I've had it before. Um, you know, all jokes aside, I, I like this beer. I That's love, real dank. I pretty much like it do you, more than 84% now? <sighs> no. Okay. Uh, fair enough. 
I pretty much like anything by Jackie O's, and this is by far one of my favorites by them. Uh, yeah, it's a great pale ale. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> um, so, Dan, what do you think? Oh, boy. On the spot here. Yeah. I'm just sitting here trying to put together my top five because I forgot to do it. Go. Uh, I like the owl. Big owl fan. Big owl guy. It's very colorful. Uh, like I said, a lot of dankness to it. Yeah. It's, it's I, almost like it's... Uh, I think those are the Citra hops. Yeah, maybe. Or it might be the Mosaic. I don't know. It's, but, I, but I've heard... I recognize that name, and I always and I recognize what it tastes like when I see that name. I don't exactly know which one is giving it that flavor, but they're tasty. It's, it's, not the f- it's not my favorite beer I've ever had. Um, I don't know that it's my favorite style either. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Uh, Automatically disqualify it like Ryan does anytime he has a beer he doesn't style it doesn't like. For, I don't disqualify shit. I just give it a score that is only oh, fat that heads. Oh. I still really like fat heads. They're just not top three. Yeah, I'm just always gonna okay. give it a hard time. Okay. I know. I'm never gonna. Okay, this that. is crazy. I'm gonna go uh, six point four. Six point four. And I would not buy it again. Okay, this is crazy. I'm gonna go back before Ryan goes because I found the description. Uh, they say there are notes of mango, watermelon, and lemon. I, I taste none of those. I don't taste a lemon. I 100% taste a watermelon, though. Well, I, I definitely yeah, I taste, taste a watermelon. There. Think taste, about it. I don't taste any it. of that. <laughs> Watermelon's my favorite fruit, and I don't taste any watermelon. I don't taste a mango, but I, I get the, just a smidge of watermelon. Actual watermelon is garbage. Watermelon-flavored things is amazing. Are amazing. I, I would probably Artificial watermelon is the best. Regular, Real watermelon is just it's a waste of time. You are such oh, a trash wow. bag. Wow. That I, is, I, it's just, this is terrible. It's controversial. In, it's in, like honeydew. It's, it's, non- okay, it's, it's not gar- like honeydew. It's garbage fruit. It is not like it is one hundred percent not like honey. Okay, I was with you until you said it was a garbage fruit. I I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) It's just filler. You know when you get you get a fruit cup and you want like strawberries and grapes and you want the real fruit and then they always fill with a bunch of honeydew and cantaloupe and watermelon. The the cantaloupe and honeydew, not a fan. No, watermelon, yes. Let's if you're at a picnic and and like somebody's somebody's mom because it's always the mom that brings the the fruit bowl, bunch of fruit. The first thing you go for is watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. We Come ask, on. We should ask our guest what he thinks. Yeah, we should introduce today. our guest. Who the hell is that? <laughs> because uh, I, I see him just sitting. The, just I the see, best watermelon yeah. expert <laughs> yes. in Cleveland. I, I see him sitting so awkwardly. I know he has takes about the beer and watermelon. So, uh, Johnny. Yeah. Forgot your last. Hopkins, right? <laughs> Sorry. Yes, my apologies. It was Johnny Hopkins and Sloan Kettering. Yes, it was. <laughs> this is, uh, we were Jimmy, drinking Jackie O's is, every day. This is one of Jimmy Jimmy's boys. Uh, he's cr- been on the podcast before, actually. Yeah. So welcome back for the third time. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, yeah. this is my third time. So, I, get, I get crap every time you come on, and I don't say that from Brett Hoyer. So shout out, <laughs> Brett. Brother of Brian Hoyer. You who, get crap who, for what? Who, for not not saying that line. Johnny Hopkins oh. and Sloan Kettering. Oh, Brother, of, I feel brother so, of your boy, Brian I Hoyer. feel so sorry for you. you. You're the one that gets crap when I've been hearing that for 11 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> My last name's Ford, so. Oh, yeah, okay. So two things. What do you think of the beer? Okay. And after that, what do you think of watermelon? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for these the, questions. The heavy-hitting questions. Yeah. No, this beer, I mean, it's really good. I don't have... The greatest beer takes in the world. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, you're still I mean, you're relatively like, like inexperienced. Yeah, it's just a youngin. You can tell us everything we want to know yeah. about natural light, bush light. Oh, and I, I got you. But, yeah, you go. <laughs> but as for all of those aforementioned fruits, I don't taste any of them. Yeah, I don't either. 
uh, a lot. But do you? Does any taste? I'm curious because I, I, I I'm I'm trying to teach myself how to taste these notes. So, as someone who says you're not tasting, it, do you taste any? Does any flavor pop in your head <coughs> like when you drink this? I, the dankness of it. So like, okay, I I so, know what you're talking so you're, about. You're hoppy, something hoppy. Yeah, something hoppy, definitely. It's extremely smooth though, and mm. it's reminiscent of Jackie O's because I obviously yeah. I you know I went to OU, so there went to go. Jackie O's all the time, and there you go. So it was de- definitely nostalgic to say the least. For sure. Uh, second question though, as for watermelon, <laughs> love watermelon. Don't know what this guy. I, I think Ryan's the only person on the planet who doesn't like. Watermelon. It's just. Uh... Such a nice side. I could do without it. But he likes watermelon flavored. Like, yeah, artificial water, like mm-hmm. like bubble yum watermelon. He loves. Watch, watch out for Ryan though. You gotta watch out. He, he has really strong takes about yeah. really random things. Yeah, absurd things. <laughs> I would add this it's into that because so. I've never seen such watermelon okay. I, in yeah. my life. It's just I don't know. Like it, if if I never if I went to a picnic and never saw watermelon again, it like wouldn't register as a All right. a bad thing. We're gonna, we're gonna post a poll because I'm I'm yeah, honestly no, 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 no we don't need to post a poll. I know I'm in the minority. No, I know. But I want to know if, if you're literally the only person. Yeah, probably. There's anyone with you. It's probably. I mean, there probably is. Some oh, there's other there. I mean, there's there. always, yeah, fruits, like, I feel like fruits are very. I feel like the real debate would be watermelon versus cantaloupe. No, I'm like, like I'm with yeah, you. Honeydew, yeah, cantaloupe. Yeah. I'm not I could a, do without. Yeah, I could yeah. never watermelon. taste honeydew again and I'll be fine. Yeah, honeydew is. I just put all them in there's the same no pur- family. There's no purpose to honeydew. It's just so. It's filler fruit. That's what it's. Okay, while we're. It's like, it's a green cantaloupe. Okay. It's yeah. like the it's like, it's like, like the, the really oh, lightly okay. green Melons. crap in a yeah, fruit cup Melons. that you throw away because it tastes terrible. I'm, it's never ripe. Let's go. Uh, it's not the point of this pot. I'm sorry. No, I took no, this it's way off course. It's all good. I want to get Johnny's take. First of all, rate the beer one out of one to uh, zero through ten, and then would you buy it again? Uh, all right, I'm gonna go seven two, and I would definitely mm. buy it again. Nice, definitely buy it again. So I I'm gonna go next. I would uh, solid eight. Um, I realize that it's he goes round score just because he wants to beat. I did that on purpose. Round score. Uh, exactly. I'm, I was thinking score. I've known you long <laughs> enough. <laughs> we'll go with a solid eight, though. That I like I like even and odd numbers. Or I'm, I like even numbers, I'm saying. Um, what about I'm odd numbers? With, what, what's no, wrong with them? No, though, it's just contradictory to say that. And you I don't, don't like, se- I hate you don't like nines and sevens? The only and... odd numbers I like are five. Is five. But, any, a, lot of, any, but a good amount of odd numbers are prime numbers. That's a struggle I think about sometimes. I'll be honest. <laughs> is it you know really? What else is it, is it thing you know you what else about? bothers me about odd numbers? <laughs> is if you break them up in your head, you can have like half of the number to each left and right, and the middle could be, you know, and it just bothers so me. I, so I, so I, Rain Man. So, I, go, <laughs> so going back to sixth grade math, I, I, I don't even know if I actually know, remember the definition of prime number. Is that where you can't? Divide it by anything other than itself or one. Yeah, something Got it. like okay. that. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you, Dr. Ryan. I'm going to sound contradictory, but three is my favorite number. It's odd. I know. I said I'm going to sound contradictory. Which makes yeah. you odd. Yeah. Fair. I'm obsessed <laughs> with the number three, and I am odd at times. So yeah. count me in. Also, one last thing about the beer. One last thing about the beer. The beer got some extra points for me because it's named after the unmistakable Appalachian Barnald call. Which sounds like who cooks for you? So yeah. Sometimes my mother, sometimes me, sometimes <laughs> my grandmother. As a bird guy, I uh, appreciate that. Did anyone have to vote yet, or are we all good? I got. Uh, I got a call. You mean rate it? Uh, if you rate it. Ryan's got to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm in the sevens as well. I'm gonna go ahead and call it a seven six. Oh, I'm a um, hater. I uh, I'm a fan. Um, would you buy it again? I definitely. Would. Oh yeah, I have before. I will. I will buy it again for sure. This is a fun one. 
Turn it off. I was going to play the, the Bardell's call. But <laughs> never mind. YouTube with their stupid ass before <laughs> yeah. the video. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, cool. It's a good beer. Yeah. Solid pick, dude. Uh, this is this is fostered. Uh, <laughs> so long. <laughs> all right. I don't know why that's that long. Uh, this fostered a lot of discussion, Jimmy. Good pick. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jimothy. What do you think? Ah, uh, seven point four. He said seven four. I don't I know. I have to yell so they hear me on the mic. <laughs> yep. You know what's funny is all four mics are gonna pick that up now, probably. Probably. Would you get it again? Oh yeah. yeah. How's how's the can art? Oh, Give us a yeah. soliloquy about the can art. Uh, somebody took an acid trip. <laughs> okay, so you're accusing Bryn of an acid trip. Maybe. I mean, if that's what I'm she's into. That feels right kind of, well. you know, acid trip feels like middle of nowhere, like at southeastern Ohio. Like ayahuasca? Yeah. Maybe. That's a, that is a thing. Isn't that the tea that you Alaska? start tripping on? I, ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. I think it's a tea where you start tripping something yeah. fierce. He's right. Yeah. Ryan would know. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> I've, never, I've, never, I've never done ayahuasca. Bryn Perot. Yeah. Perot or Parrot is not on Instagram. Ross Perot? I don't that's, know how to that's pronounce what I've her been name, thinking. I'm assuming. Maybe it's Ross Perot's little girl. <laughs> if it was spelled maybe. like Perot, maybe. Maybe his granddaughter. He's Is he still alive? Is Ross Perot still with us? Oh, I don't think so. Could not, tell you. Could not tell you. I thought he died. I don't know. I All right. It's probably something we should figure out. That's bad karma. <laughs> <laughs> Say yeah. dead. All right, well, that's Perot. Beer of the Week. Thanks, uh, Jimmy, by the way of Jordan. Jordan, by the way of Jimmy. Oh, Sorry. Founder. Okay. She's at Deer Jerk on Instagram. That almost got weird. Huh. One more syllable, that really would have gotten weird. Yeah, but follow her, jerky? y'all. She Deer made jerky? this cool beer art, and she's local, I think. Deer Jerky's good. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's weird. not what I. That's not the. That's not the syllable that I went popped into my head. But mm. we're not going to say what that mind, is. Where is your mind, sir? Uh, not in a good place. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if if you know anything about what happened to uh, my favorite team today, my mind is not in a good place. So, uh, what? Oh yeah, good transition. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jimmy's gonna go ahead and get us caught up with the catch up right now. Go ahead, take it away, Jimothy. Hello, boys. This is weird. I have, I'm the only one with headphones on, so it sounds very interesting. All right, boys. Um, hold on one second. So, the ketchup. Good transition, Dan. Um, if you want to sponsor the ketchup, email us at livingofftheland2 at gmail.com. Or just DM us because we're the one that runs it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on to the Browns. Ketchup. Oh, God. Last night on the Tonight wait, Show. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hello, darkness, my old friend. All right, copyright. <laughs> Start singing. All right, so last night Sorry, on The uh, Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon, uh, they announced on his little opening monologue that the Cleveland Browns made the playoffs, and everybody started clapping. And then he uh, dug this. into us. He uh, took a few jabs. Uh, he quoted, uh, he was quoted saying, when they heard that they had made the playoffs, the Browns were like, there's more games after the season? Do they know that every year? Or do they do that every year? Wow, good for them. And then he also said, yeah. Good punchline. Uh, yeah, the Browns are going to the playoffs, and fans are like, thanks, the one year we can't be there in person. you got to be kidding. Right now the people of Cleveland are thinking, 
Even when we win, we lose. <laughs> yeah, so nobody laughs at Jimmy Fallon because they're all just automated robot laughs and the show's going down the toilet. It's mostly him laughing at his own jokes, too. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, some giggling like he did on SNL. I like Jimmy, but he's a terrible interviewer. Does anybody watch he's that show? so bad at interviewing. I, uh, nah. pre-pandemic, I would watch, like, I would, I would never watch the show live, but I would watch, like, YouTube clips of, like, right, people so... I found were interesting that were, like, on the show. In all seriousness, as a when I was like a l- older teenager to young adult, like younger, like early twenties is what I'm trying to say. Me and my buddies used to love him. We used to watch him all the time. I have no idea why. Who's your go-to late night show host? N- I don't really watch any late night, really? but it used to be Conan. I would say Conan. That's what I was gonna say. It's yeah. definitely. Oh Conan. yeah, Conan. Conan's the best. Dude, the, the he's the, so weird that it just the puppeteer works. thing where he would like cut his cut the string and his hip would drop. That would get me all the time. <laughs> when he went to the American Girl store, that was so funny. Yes, yes. Those those little YouTube clips that yeah. they make are good, but right, right. Jimmy Fallon just can't do it. But anyways, moving on. Um, next up, two more vendors from the West Side Market Ugh. are uh, gone mm. for good. Um, I can pull them up what they are. Mm. Um, do you know what they are, Dan? Have you heard of these companies or these I've vendors heard one before? Was, one was Dohar Meats. I can't remember Dohar the Dohar Meats and Cake so, Royale. Yeah, so Dohar Meats actually has a store. Uh, I think in Parma, um, so it's not like their business is closing. They're just not. I don't know what's going on because I, I mean, obviously, there's a pandemic, Dan. I understand that. <laughs> just... I get it. <laughs> no, but there, no, no, but there, so, there was, so this there this was started this started on, before yeah. the pandemic. No, okay. <laughs> and I I've heard from people that I know that work down there and they've had stands. A lot of it has to do with the with how much that whoever runs the the city runs the Westside Market, but how much they charge in rent. For those I, jokes, I've heard similar. And yeah. all, all kidding aside, like I've heard that it's been uh, there, there's it's been, been an rough. ongoing thing pre-pandemic. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's ramped up since. This is certainly COVID. not helping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like <laughs> for the longest time, like nobody would go to the Westside Market. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like the people that people that actually go there for their grocery shopping. Um, well, they've also lost the tourism boost they would get every Saturday. And well, exactly. Sunday. I mean, you you would go on Sat. I would always take friends who visited Saturdays and Sundays and. It, we would it would be a fun experience, but it was like awesome place, way too many people because it was just so crowded. Yeah, like and they they don't have that anymore. From what I loved going to the West Side Market. I haven't been there in a year and a half. I mean, ma- mo- yeah. most of that is from the pandemic, and I, generally I don't go there a lot during the winter time, but in the summertime I would go there either every Saturday or every other Saturday. Yeah, spend a ridiculous amount of money on meat, but. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's a half cle- of it is a, for the experience. It's a Cleveland staple, and it would really. Did you have a joke really there, Jimmy? No, I was going to ask our guest oh. if he's ever been. I have not. Oh, really? Jeez. Oh, well, you should go soon because we don't know how long it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More well, vendors so, might well, be so leaving. I don't know. S- supposedly, they they hired some like consultant firm to like come in and like help them run it. Yeah. I know uh, popular chefs from the area like Rocco Whalen have lobbied the city to let them do the consulting and take over like that sort of stuff. I mean, obviously at, at the end of the day, it's more or less obviously a money thing. I feel like Sam McNulty has, has had strong opinions. I don't know which side he had a yeah. strong opinion, but I mean, some opinion on how it should be run. If I remember. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he, he owned, probably wanted he owns to buy that it. street. He probably wanted so. to buy it or something. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't be upset with that. No, I would not at all. I would love if like Rocco Wayland or Michael yeah. Simon, he doesn't live here uh, enough throughout the year to to devote to that, but like one of the you know one of the one of the chefs in the city 
um, probably like should have a yeah. say in what goes on there. MGK should buy it out. That's oh, that's God. what should happen. All right, that's the la- <laughs> that's the first and last time we bring up MGK in this podcast tonight. If MGK right. wants to come on the pod, that'd be great. Hey, if he wants to buy a stand and take twenty seven coffee over there or whatever, fine. Ooh, that would also be cool. But I heard you liked his last album though. I heard you liked his last album though. His pop punk album. Yeah. Yeah. I don't dislike it. I, I don't know. I, I thought it. it was worth was, bringing up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you liked it. I didn't dislike it. Mm. I don't like his voice. I have a problem with my ex's best friend, that song. Why? Because it's contradictory. It doesn't make any sense. Because the, ly- the lyrics don't make sense, if you think about it. I see. I didn't. I haven't dug that deep into it. Okay, but like, I just listen to. I have Here, like a, a one-minute thing. Hey, the song is called... <laughs> you had song. to bring up MGK. Yes, you did. My, the song is called My Ex's Best Friend. Right. And then the first couple lyrics of the line is, you, you walked in my life at 2 a.m., something like that, because my boy's new girl is your best friend. So how is it my ex's best friend if it's your boy's new girl? So that in, that must have meant that he dated the new girl back in the day. Wow, Johnny doesn't like MGK. No, it's not even that. It's just that the lyrics don't make sense. No, you, is, I've never. You have to follow. I, mean, I can draw it out. He also sings yeah. about like some other. <laughs> Here's no, I have I need, no, I need I mean, a diagram. I mean, you're, not, you're not wrong, but it's also MGK. I'll t- I'll like, t- I, I, I don't listen, mean to be I, rude, but <laughs> no, I know. I'll, I'll tell you why I like I that, that album. I like that album. It was first first and foremost the the reason why I like that album is because Travis Barker. That's what he, he yeah, played he, drums on yeah, the entire he album. He produced the entire album. Yeah. And it's his genre. Like that's why I like it. Like if if you listen to that album just musically, like not take away MGK's voice and the lyrics or whatever, it sounds like a blink album. I mean, if that's if that's like your if you, niche, if you were gonna if put if you were niche. gonna put uh, Tom, what's his last name? Delon. If you were to, if you <laughs> if you were to replace him with MGK and he and Tom would do the singing, it'd be a, it'd be a blink album. I mean, obviously, but well, yes, because that would be blank. Shut up! But, <laughs> I realized that as I say. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking it, but you just no, I, I get. Your hey, point. I didn't say I Mark. Get your point. I, get I didn't. Your, I didn't yeah, put Mark true. in there. Okay, Mark so let me ask you this: Could you take anyone and just put it over the Travis Barker drums and call it a good album? Is it just strictly because of this, the, I, I, the okay, sonic, right. the sound of it? Or I, is well, it, no. Well, is, he pro- well he produced okay. the entire album, First of right? All, but the but there's a neo there's a neo pop punk movement going on, and I love it, and I fully embrace it, and I think he has a major album as a part of that. And there is he's if you listen to the lyrics and just the music videos and just him, his aesthetic and how he his attitude, at least the the stage on stage what he portrays, mm-hmm. it's a very like carefree like. Oh, you know what the f is going on in the world? Ah, like and and I and I just think it fits these times so perfectly. Like that album, like in my opinion, just fits twenty twenty so well. Like what a pop punk album from MGK. Yeah, it was terrible. A pop Pumps. punk, <laughs> a pop punk, a pop punk album in general coming out right now. Like I, yeah. I, I love it. I actually fully love it. And. And I agreed with Dan about the vocals, but I'm not gonna lie, I kinda like him now in its own weird way. Mm-hmm. Like in, in like the way like some people love or hate Young Thug's voice or like other yeah. like I, I that I just I just it's so goofy it works for me. Yeah. I get but, that. Yeah. I just I don't know. There was you something just had about to bring it. up MGK. Yeah, why are we I won't I won't rant. <laughs> it's your about fault. It. I'll, I'll stop there. I if you like it, you like it, enjoy what you MGK enjoy. MGK opened a coffee shop and I was joking, like, hey, he should buy the West Side Market. If, if there's any trace of hip hop that I can comment on, I'm gonna stop and I'm oh, gonna that's, take it. That's of course. No problem. But, I mean 
All good. But I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> Where were we? I could say I could say something that that would really get him triggered, but I'm Who, not me? going to. No, not you. Me? Oh, oh. Go ahead. No, I'm not, no. Oh, oh, you're gonna probably say that like MGK beat Eminem or something. <laughs> All right, you. That, I think no, you said that to me before. started because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah not gonna, I'm not gonna that would trigger me too. Yeah. yeah, Jordan grew up on Eight Mile. If you didn't know. Oh yeah, me and Eminem. You were uh, what was uh, Mackay uh, Mackay Pfeiffer? Huh? What was his uh, in Eight Mile? What was his I'm role? So what was his name? What you're talking about right now? Mackay Pfeiffer. I don't know. I don't know the. Act- I don't know names of actors. Is he the last guy. The last he's the. He's the, the. He's the MC. Oh, in Eight Mile. his name his is name? his name is Future in the movie. Yeah. But he he like plays the role of Eminem's best friend. Yeah, Eminem proof. says his actual name in oh, the song. Proof. Calls him Mackay Pfeiffer. That's his yeah. name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I, I don't know that much about yeah, Eminem. Anyway. Yeah, we're not getting into that. We're not getting into that tonight. Yeah. Weirdly enough, though, I used to live five minutes from Eminem. Told Michigan. you, eight mile. What? No, no, he didn't live in it. By the time I, he he was famous, he lived in a gated community that was like five minutes from my house. His half brother lived, lived two doors Detroit. down. His half brother lived two doors down. Uh, Nate, my, Nate, or whatever his name is. I don't remember his name, but he Nate. lived two doors down. Eminem would frequently pull up in his black Escalade and come out with his hoodie on. And he would run in and run back out. And, like, we would just be, like, mowing the lawn and just, he would just walk right. We were just like, oh, my. It, like, we didn't realize it was Wait, him. m was mowing the lawn? No, we would be oh. mowing the lawn. Like, I remember oh. I saw this happen many times. And then one time, my our neighbor was like, yo. He's like, come over here. And I'm like, what? He's like, do you know who that is? And I was like, I, he's like, that's Eminem. I was like, no way. Because like, I knew he lived five minutes away. But I, then he was like, because his half-brother lives here. He's like, it's kind of like a, a little secret. I was like, well, I mean. I'm, I'm sure it's not a secret anymore, but yeah, it was really crazy. That's insane. It's really crazy. He's, so, he's so short too. Like it. Blew oh me yeah. Away how like, short he was. He's like five yeah. seven, I think. Something like that. Uh, something crazy like around that. there. Yeah. 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 But that's my little my little brush that's actually with insane. Eminem. Yeah. For you, yeah, it's nuts. Which yeah. I could say the same. But that's cool. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, yeah. This is what Jimmy. a rabbit trail. Yes. Man. Last thing for the catch up. Kind of going off the brown still. Um, I'm sure we all oh. saw the. Uh, Kind of, I mean, very sad story of the the Brown or so Browns fans started a fundraiser for Tom. Uh, I apologize, Tom Seipel. Tom Seipel. Seipel Strong. He's a fan <laughs> battling cancer, uh, and Browns fans got him to the Browns it's playoff like stage clinching four game. Terminal kidney cancer or something. Yeah, they got him to the game against the Steelers, and uh, Baker Mayfield and his wife uh, got a hold of the story, and they uh, shout pre- out Baker pre- and Emily. Pretty much made his day. Took pictures with him. Dan, you could probably explain it better than I can, but yeah. So uh, this all started. Um, actually, I don't even know. Uh, well, it started with his diagnosis, obviously. He lives in, like, Savannah, Georgia. And um, I don't know if it was a local T-shirt shop or... No, it was, it was a, uh, a podcast. Shout out to the uh, Dogs of War podcast. It's a it's a local Browns podcast. They actually uh, started promoting, like, his, his GoFundMe and all that. He's trying to raise funds for not only his medical bills, but for his wife and his, his daughter that he's... <clears throat> excuse me, leaving behind. So he, his, his wife is uh, Nicaraguan. Uh, he met her on a missions trip in Nicaragua. He was a pastor. And uh, I guess like there was some stuff about, you know, she would like go have to go back to Nicaragua because she's not a citizen here or whatever. But I guess she like just got her green card and whatever. And she's going to be staying here with the daughter, which is great. Um, so he has stage four, like, terminal cancer like the doctors told him when he was diagnosed that he wasn't going to make it to like christmas or whatever and uh so the whole story went viral um 
and somehow, some way, I don't know, if it was through the Dogs of War podcast, this apparel company, which I apologize, we would shout you out, but I, I forget who it was. Um, somehow, uh, I think it was Zabo, Zabo, Zabo. That's it, Zabo Apparel or something. I think mm-hmm. they're in like I don't know where they're located, but maybe Akronish could be maybe out there. I'm not sure. We apologize, but um, yeah. So somehow Baker and Emily Mayfield. Uh, found out about it, and Emily Mayfield like jumped all over it. She was, uh, uh, like DMing back with them, and um, got him tickets to the Steeler game so he could come and see one more game and us clinch the playoffs. Um, Baker recorded the video message for him, and then obviously Sunday they went up to the game. And I'm sure if you're a Browns fan, you've now seen the story and everything, like the video of him Baker meeting him and everything after the game. Um. So yeah, it's a it's a crazy story, um, and a great story because obviously like he's not going to live long, much longer. But he's a diehard Browns fan. He got to come up and uh, watch the Browns clinch a playoff spot. I think he's like forty. <clears throat> so the last time, the last time the Browns were in the playoffs, he was like your guys' age. So yeah, um, it was, it's Zabo Apparel. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pronounced Zabo, but I could it's be wrong. S Z A B O Apparel Company. I, I know, I know, it's not those people, but I know somebody who has that last name, and it's pronounced Zabo. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing it's the same, but yeah, it's a it's a tragic story, man. Cancer freaking blows. Um, so yeah, he he posts he posts videos like every day, um, just like daily devotionals about like how he's doing, how he's feeling. Um, he's still alive at this point. I watched a video of him today. Um, he's back down in Georgia. Um, so, I mean, he's probably not going to hear this, but, you know, Tom, if you're if you're listening to this, uh, we're thinking about you. And, uh, you know, we're definitely glad that you were able to see the Browns clinch the playoffs in person. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, pretty much it on that. But I mean, what an emotional <clears throat> day for him, the whole city of Cleveland. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I that that night, Sunday night, I watching all the stuff. Like when Jim, when the Browns posted a video of Jim Donovan calling, like the Browns making the playoffs, I cried. Like, whatever, I don't care. Like, I know we got six Super Bowl champ over here, <laughs> Johnny Hopkins, but no, I said making the playoffs. I said like, too. Ma- making the playoffs is like our Super Bowl. <laughs> so, um, when Jim when Jim Donovan said like the only thing missing is like all of you here. <clears throat> Like that's super emotional because of like everything we've been through the last like ten months, and it would figure that the season that the Browns are like legitimately actually good and make the playoffs, like nobody can watch them in person, like ten thousand people a game can watch them. Yeah, so like Jim Donovan said, like the only thing missing is all of you here, and that's when I was like, damn, like that's crazy. But uh, yeah, so disciple uh, strong. Uh, we're thinking about you, Tom. Uh, if you're, you know, hopefully you're able to hang on through this uh, playoff run. <laughs> might be playoff run might be short lived because of things we're going to talk about a little bit later. But uh, we're thinking about you and, um, you know, hoping for the best. So, yeah. Anybody else have any thoughts on Disciple Strong? Props to Baker for <clears throat> and his wife for yeah. doing that kind of thing, man. That's yeah. such honorable stuff and. I'll tell you, like I obviously you did mention I'm a Patriots fan, but 
ever since I've heard Baker's story and just you know him just always having that chip on his shoulder and being the underdog and now how how much he cares about the community and how much yeah. he gives back and that sort of thing. He's just such a respectable dude, man. Yeah. And I'll, I'll always be a Baker fan. I'll always respect him, no matter how diehard a Patriots fan I am. I'll always hope that Baker does well. Right. Yeah. It's just it's just, it's un, like Ryan and I have been the. Um, especially the guys on the pot, like Jimmy's a Baker fan too, and you know Jordan, he's not a Browns fan, so I'm not going to hold him to it. But um, we're like have been in Baker's corner from day one, and it's just it's crazy for people to like he he, he there's no way around it. He had a tough year, his second year. I can't say anything about that, but circumstances, especially in a game like football, where there's so much going on around mm-hmm. you, circumstances dictate your success. And he had nothing around him last year that would lead him to have any sort of success. And that completely changed this year, and you saw it on the field. Like, I think Baker is top eight this year in QBR or something. Top ten. I think he's number nine. Close. Somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he objectively had a better year on the field, and that, that part was great. But yeah. kind of like what you were just saying, Johnny, it's just – I love seeing him do this kind of thing off the field. To me, that's that's just as or more important because I'm always really big on you know, athletes have uh, this massive platform. And I know some athletes have taken a public stand and saying, like, hey, I'm not a role model. Like James Harrison was famous for that a couple of years ago. Like, I'm not a role model. I'm an athlete. This is my job. And yeah, I respect <clears throat> his choice to, to, to think that way. But I just think, like, what a wasted opportunity to do something really powerful. So whether that be like – um, Hayden Hurst with his foundation. I mean, that guy literally almost lost his life because he was so depressed and he overdosed. And yeah. now he's got a foundation that's literally saving lives. And Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak Prescott, same situation. Kevin with his, Love, uh, right? Yeah, lost his Kevin brother, Love. Kevin Love. Kevin Love um, was one of the first guys. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's another thing, too, for a player just to say, oh, I love the city or whatever, and just mm. party in it. And it's another thing to, you know, they, they didn't have to do this. It's nah. not like it's the hardest thing for them to do, but that's really sweet of them. You know, they could have easily... It could have easily been another player that isn't as well known, but he's like the face of the franchise essentially. And yeah, you know, he and his wife took the time to uh, to do this. You know, and and, and shout shout out shout out to his wife Emily yeah, Mayfield because yeah. she essentially set all this up. Like like Baker's so locked in right now, like trying to make the playoffs right, and everything. Right. Who knows if he ever would have seen this? But Emily right. like took the time and she was the one to retweet it and you know give it attention and bring awareness to it. And then you know obviously with her. Uh, being married to Baker, that's when he got involved, and you know he made the video, and then he yeah. made made sure he made time after the game to meet him and his dad and everything. And um, yeah, it's it's what you want to see your quarterback doing. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Yeah, so cool story. Uh, kudos to them for sure. <clears throat> Is that it? <laughs> oh, okay. We're caught up. Yeah, we're we caught got up. caught up. Over and Jimmy didn't have his mic. <laughs> yeah, we're all caught up on the catch. Hey, again, if you want to sponsor the catch up. Uh, DM us or email us livingofftheland2 at gmail.com let's go uh, alright uh, let's move right along do we want to do our top 5 <laughs> which I, I think yeah. Ryan, Ryan, might, Ryan might be the only one who did it I don't know how I'm the top only one who did one. my homework oh, I didn't tell you anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> top 5 what? oh it's well, this top- w- this definitely doesn't really apply to, uh, Browns fans we were talking about our Browns fans we are Browns fans Browns players since what was it? Since 2000, the last uh, time we we uh, made, made the playoffs, two thousand two. So who are your God. favorite Browns players <laughs> yeah. since the last time you made the playoffs? I don't even I don't even know you, anyone. I would say <laughs> out, outside of, outside of the current team, you probably yeah, right. like why would you right? <laughs> yeah. I've got. I mean, do we want to do? Well, here, I'll go first because I don't really have a top five. I, I you got just like don't a couple names. Yeah, I, yeah, go nuts. I, I like I I love the swag of Jarvis uh, 
Landry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Juice. Um, I, I like OBJ. I don't know how much longer he's going to be on the team, but I liked him. But um, You can. Recent players? Yeah. Oh, you I can. thought you meant since I, like, I, the last playoff run. Like, yeah. Like, like, no, like, no, like, who, years ago. like your, since 2002. Who are your favorite players on, since oh. 2002? Not like... Not like who are your five favorite players on the 2002 I mean, I, team. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are yeah. four years old. Yeah, okay. I can yeah. answer that. Yeah. And oh, I'll oh. just I'll just end with Miles Garrett. He's actually probably my second favorite player in the whole league after Watson. Um, so I, I just love Miles Garrett for a lot of reasons. Uh, so, yeah, he's easily, obviously, my favorite Brown. <laughs> yeah, so that's really all I Cool. Have. I tried to – part of me going into this, I was like, man, I would – I was trying to avoid some of the guys on the current team just because, like, I, w- I was trying to dig in the vault. Um, but three of my five are, are presently on the team. So at number five for me was Phil Dawson. Um, love the guy. Again, one of those guys who was just awesome for the community, but uh, one of the best at what he did. I mean, um, would have been up there, you know, up there. Locally, I, I feel like we definitely respect him. I, he never got the national love that, like, a Vinatieri did or Justin Tucker does right now, but he was up in the same category with them. The guy was automatic. Uh, number four, you just mentioned him, Jarvis Landry. Uh, just he's one of the linchpins of this team. He's, in my mind, very directly responsible for the culture shift with this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so picking him up from Miami was just a, a huge move in, in in fixing things here in Cleveland. Number three, Nick Chubb, uh, dude's a beast. Uh, he's splitting carries. He missed a couple games, and he still was near the top of the list in almost every major rushing category this year. Um, and he's been like the dude that. missed four games and still rushed for a thousand yards. Yeah, he's just he's a monster, and he's splitting carries on top of all that with another extremely capable back. Um, uh, you also mentioned Miles Garrett. Uh, hard to leave him off the list. Uh, the I, dinosaur I mean, man, he's Jurassic a, Miles. He's an, <laughs> a, a freak athlete. Um, I, I love the way he bounced back from all the chaos of last year. Um, he does. I'm actually wearing. Uh, he's uh, with the oh, water, water boys. He's with the water yeah, boys. Yeah. I'm actually wearing their sweatshirt right now. Um, I love the organization that he works with. Our so Walt. this this organ this organization was started by uh, was it Chris Long? Chris Long, yeah. Um, they uh, in the off season, obviously not not this year because of COVID, whatever. But uh, Chris Long, when he retired from the NFL, he passed it along to Miles, and this organization helps bring water to um, cities in Africa. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a great organization. Larry Ogunjobi from the Browns is involved. There's a bunch of guys throughout the NFL who are involved. Yeah. Um, and, and I Miles, was going to ask you what that is. Miles is like the, like the lead player rep. Yeah. And one of the things I actually really respected about um, uh, Chris after – again, it was after Miles' th- um, helmet incident last year. Like, they didn't drop him. Like, it would have it would have been really popular and easy to do so. I think it probably um, shows but, how good of a guy he is, too. Right, but they were like, gonna we're going to give him the opportunity to, like, to to make amends and, and be a role model and all that jazz. And so kudos to them for not dropping him. But it's just a great organization and the proceeds of the hoodies. I've got a shirt of theirs, too. That uh, You know, it goes towards exactly that, you know, helping bring clean water uh, to people who really desperately need it. Um, and then number one, uh, for me, uh, I, I can't imagine – uh, a, a Brown more deserving of, than Joe Thomas. Yeah. Um, he's an the absolute Hoff. stud. It, it, he's going to be an instant Hall of Famer the First second ballot. he's eligible. He's one of the greatest left tackles of all time. Uh, yeah, and he's one. Of, I mean, I, I, he's one of the greatest football players of all time in my mind. I mean, he had the the streak of over ten thousand consecutive snaps at left tackle in today's NFL is just it's crazy the the longevity that his career had. Um, it's it's just a damn shame that he didn't come around like a couple years later. I hate that he's missing this. I it's, wish it's, <laughs> it sucks, man. He he was we'll talk about it a little bit. Did so you guys many see, bad. Did teams. you guys see his tweet today? He uh, uh, he tweeted. He said somebody asked him uh, how oh. many how many retweets for you to suit up on Sunday because 
the Browns are ravaged by COVID, uh, especially on the offensive line and injuries. And he's like a million. They actually put a number on it. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously like it's not a hundred retweets. So yeah, they're totally yeah. gonna make. I think it. they're I think they're at like ten thousand now. <laughs> oh, they're they're growing. Good for but them. Not the record need to get a million. Retweets. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's my five. All right, am I going, Jimmy? Do you have any, Johnny? Do you? Yeah, any? I mean, I could just name players that are like in no order. Yeah. I'm not gonna be as in depth. Um, Tom Brady. Are, yeah, no. <laughs> Mine are definitely more recent. Yeah. Um, obviously, Miles Garrett. I, I actually met Miles Garrett. I was selling nice. it. Nice. Yeah. So Miles, if you end up lis- if you end up listening to this somehow, <laughs> and uh, you remember the stuttering salesman at Best Buy because he was just in <laughs> awe. Oh, we'll tag him. Uh, and I sold you the wrong speaker because I was just in awe that I didn't I couldn't understand what you were trying to say. I actually own the speaker I sold to you, and I still couldn't answer any questions about it. Yeah. Thanks for being a good sport. Uh, he still of bought Best it. Buy guys. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah, there you go. Awesome. But yeah, Miles Garrett, uh, just so fun to watch, so fun to root for. Uh, after that, def- I mean, no order. Again, Baker. I already raved about him a little Let's bit. Go. I love the chip on his shoulder. I love how aggressive he is. And you want to talk about flipping the culture in Cleveland. I mean, he's pretty much the the cultivator for that. Jarvis, definitely up there, too. I, I, I know I'm mentioning a lot of recent players, but still. Uh, I, I loved him when he was in Miami, too. I had him on my fantasy team back then. Mm-hmm. He was just a gem to have. So love watching him. Can't even. I can't help but mention OBJ. I mean, it's just so fun having him in Cleveland. I know, I know that you know it sucks seeing him go down, but having him in this in this town and just saying that we have Odell Beckham Jr. just giving Cleveland a face is just so cool to have. You can't forget that he, all, he single-handedly fixed the near disaster in the Cowboys game. Yeah, this year. Well, so there you go. Still, he still contributed. Yeah, there you go. He scored three touchdowns and in that game. I I would definitely say. I would say Baker's my favorite, but my second favorite, again, I know I, I know I said no order, but Nick Chubb. I absolutely just love watching him run. Uh, and I love, like, his just calm demeanor. Yeah, I love he's the, how not, yeah, he's, not he's not in person. your face. He's not one of those dudes who celebrates after first down because it's like it's, he's been there before. It's nothing. So I, I love that attitude, and I love just watching him run because it's like he's running downhill every single time. So I, I always find it hilarious when, like, uh, the NFL mic him up for a game because he just literally never says <laughs> it. <anything>. so <laughs> pointless. He doesn't say anything. He's not in a bad mood. He's not. He could be in a great mood. He's never going to say anything. He's yeah. like a, almost like an intro. That play where he had, that play where he had, like, a 70-yard run and then went out of bounds at the one yard line. Yeah, that was against his favorite team. That was <laughs> that that play cost me uh, twenty dollars. I, rem- I remember <laughs> it's it's so funny. It's so funny because my girlfriend had him on her fantasy team, and she was like so close to winning. Oh, I don't really remember, no. but the the difference, yeah, the yeah. difference between like that run with a touchdown yeah. versus yeah. just that run Six in general points. is yeah. So I remember she was completely freaking out, but I was I loved that move. Was I was right like play. completely yeah. team first. That was awesome. Yeah. So, well, it's yeah. it's fun because like the week before was the was the play where Todd Gurley scored when they told him not to. Oh yeah. yeah he, tra- he tried. He he realized it at the end of the run. He tried to stop, but his momentum. <laughs> pushed him into the end zone and then the Falcons ended up blowing that game so it was uh, yeah it, it was a great play by Chubb yeah. so is that five? I think I Jimmy you got any? <laughs> Jimmy's like nope Jimmy, Jimmy did the classic right. hand with the head shake thing for those of you in Strongsville you know exactly what I'm talking about Wait, wait, what is that? I, I grew up in Strongsville. What is that move? Just like our friends. I'm, I'm, I'm whenever way, we ask I'm Jimmy, way too Whenever old, we so. ask Jimmy, no, 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 it's just a Jimmy thing. Whenever oh. we ask him to do something and he doesn't want to directly tell us no, he just goes, and just shakes his hand, or shakes his head, puts his uh, hand up, pe- puts his hand up. <laughs> oh, Jimothy. Gen Z Strongsville. All right, so I got I got some old school guys that Ryan's probably, Ryan's probably going to be the only one who uh, remembers it. What, uh... 
Here's one that I, I guarantee you none of you three will know who it is. Uh, Ryan might not even know who this is. Do you remember Kennard Lang? I do, Marinick, yeah. Number five on my list. Mm-hmm. I loved that dude. That guy was a monster. He was one of the biggest dudes I think I've ever seen. Just this defensive end. He wasn't that great. Like, he was good. I was. I don't remember anything. He was good for the Browns. Like, he would be good for, like, six, seven sacks a year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's not a, he's not like a Miles Garrett-type guy, but he was a monster of a man. And he was, like, uh, when the Browns sucked, it's like you got to find players to root for, and he was that guy for me. One of those for me was Joe Jarvis. <laughs> Joe oh, yeah. wide Hometown boy, Joe J. Peyton Hillis. Yeah, Peyton Hillis. I, I almost put Peyton Shout Hillis out on Peyton my Hillis. list. Shout out Peyton Hillis. Shout out Peyton Hillis. I uh, DM'd you. <laughs> now that uh, I think about it, answer, I think I did. Answer me. I think I only did name four. I'm going to throw yeah. Joe Hayden in there just because I pretty if, you know, yeah. even if I did say five, I'm still throwing Boo. Yeah. Just because boo. just because we yeah. used to play basketball with him at the rack. He plays for the Steelers. Well, yeah. <laughs> he dropped me in basketball. Too, so. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Oh. I did. I like Joe, too, though. I, I did. He hey, was, after he, the he podcast, I need to ask you something about <laughs> playing basketball at the Strongsville Rack. Jimmy probably knows already what I'm talking okay. about, but. I need to ask you. Okay. Anyway, so that's number five on my list. Actually, these really aren't in order because, full disclosure, um, I'm doing this on the fly as I go because I forgot. Nice. How about the up until up until maybe uh, Joe Thomas, the only player to make a Pro Bowl for the Browns when they came back? Josh Cribbs. No. 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 Jameer Miller. Oh wow! Made the Pro Bowl in '99, the year we came back, and that was the only player that made the Pro Bowl since we've been back. So Jameer Miller makes my list. Okay. Number three is uh, the man you just mentioned, Josh Cribbs. Yeah, uh, the he's Josh Cribbs is probably going to make the Hall of Fame just because he was a returner. He owns the most kick returns for touchdown in NFL history. Yeah, and the only reason why he isn't talked about more as being like one of the greatest, like everybody, when you think kick returner, punt returner, everybody Everyone, says Devin, Devin Hester. Hester. But actually, if you look at the stats, Josh Cribbs is right up there with him. Devin Hester is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer for being a returner, and I think Josh Cribbs should be too. He he's, he has the NFL record for most kickoff returns we, for touchdowns. We saw him at a bowling alley once when uh, we went bowling a couple years back. Who did? Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You now can't I'm like, live in Cleveland and not see Josh. I was right. He came yeah. in. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he came into the Panera that I worked at. When well, I was yeah. In high I mean, <laughs> credit to him. He still lives in the area. And it's actually yeah. funny. Is a lot of former Browns players still live in the area. Yeah, he, I mean, he and his wife have a local like, new, yep. like TV morning show. Yep, I think Actually, his, I think his son plays football for North Royalton or something like that. Yeah, I could be wrong. I know, but. I know, he did the Head Start basketball. His son did the Head Start basketball camps when he was little, and I've yeah. had a couple people tell me that they coached him. So I know yeah. he was at least in Strongsville for a, for a little. Yeah, bit. I'm pretty sure he's still because because he does uh he does all the pregame shows and he does like the training camp shows like with the Browns. He he did training camp daily with the Browns uh, this year. Um. I th- I'm pretty sure he still lives in the area. He's from D.C., so he's not from here. Yeah. Uh, well, he went to Kent. He's been in. He in, did go to he, Kent. He's been in this area for a really long time. Shout out, can't read, can't write. Was he a wide receiver at Kent? He was a quarterback. That's what I was because I, yeah. I like, like Edelman. See, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, literally just like Edelman. By the way, screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. I watched that guy. I was on the field. Uh, the game that Edelman was quarterback for Kent State when he played BG, and literally all he did was what Mason Rudolph did on Sunday. He just threw jackpot. Uh, balls up in the air, and it just so happens that Kent State players just came down with every single one of them. <laughs> so, but Man, he's, I mean, he's, he's trash. He's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's so bad, so bad. <laughs> Hall of Fame receiver, so bad. All right, so that's number three. Number two, uh, I like, like what you said, I love Jarvis Landry. Yep. Like, I, you give me 11 Jarvis Landry's on offense, and I can win some football games. I mean, he, 
he's thrown touchdown passes this year. So he's run him in too. He's yeah. run him in. Yeah. He's he's uh there was a stat that said he's I can't remember who it was. Won. I forget it how long it's been, but he's the first t- first guy in a to, very long to time. Throw to for a touchdown, rush. rush for a touchdown, and catch a touchdown pass. Yeah. In the same season. Uh yeah, so I, I loved I love his fire. His fire gets him in trouble sometimes on the field, like when he spikes the ball in guys' faces and gets in their grill and gets gets uh, taunting penalties. It's worth it. I, which, I, which, I have so many thoughts on taunting. I which makes I have us no issue with him doing that. Which yeah, which so which ridiculous. which makes us lose a uh uh miss a extra point. But that's not Cody Parkey. He's, <laughs> I, I he's, know he's got to hit that. Trust me, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not a big Cody. I'm not. I'm not a big double oh, doink oh, guy. He'll, he'll be gone. Not he, a doink guy. He gone. Double doink. <laughs> no, nope, not a doink guy. Uh, and then number one, um, I mean, you got if you, if you listen to any of our post game shows, you got to know number one's Baker Mayfield. What's the name of the game? In the NFL quarterback, and he's the best quarterback we've had since '99. I know that's not saying much, but uh, we've had a lot of them, so we have experience. <laughs> and uh, I just. I'm gonna be a Baker stand until he no longer plays with the Browns. So I just I could go on for an hour about why why he why I am that way, but um yeah. So number one for me is Baker. Honorable mentions, I can't believe I left him out, but I tried to go a little bit old school and Joe Thomas, Phil Dawson. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Another one I left off begrudgingly, but I, I, I don't know much. Dequell Jackson. I was a yes. big, love Dequell Jackson. Big Dequell Qual- guy. Quality linebacker for many years. None of these guys know who we're talking about. No. Yes. Cameron, yeah. Cameron Wimbley, 11 sacks as a, uh, I almost said freshman, yeah. as a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. Remember this guy, uh, Kevin Winslow? I was no, I was just saying Kellen. No, uh, it's funny. Kellen Winslow. What did I say, Kevin? Did you yeah. say Kevin? Kevin. Yeah. No, Kevin. so no, I'm glad you mentioned he's him. He's in prison. Yeah, he is. Well, no, no, no. Uh, assault, like yeah. sexual assault. Oh, yeah, God. of like a 90 year old woman. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's oh, he's, got, yeah, no, he's got he's got he's got CT like he's he's messed oh up in the head. Oh my God, I didn't know yeah, that. Oh, yeah. That's he's terrible. In, he's in prison. Well, yeah. f- so I mentioned Oof. Panera where I where I worked in high school and Josh Cribbs came in. He's a freaking soldier. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Um, he said that. I'm just... I, I oh I do remember this now. I was like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, when he was in college. He's um, like, soldier. Uh, Kellen Winslow came in, and I have a photo with him, and it's like I was maybe like 140 pounds, soaking wet, and he's just just gigantic. Oh, he was a, gigantic, he was a, dude. The photo is hilarious. He was a specimen, man. Because I remember he came up, and uh, I was like, "I'm I made it this guy's like sandwich or whatever," and I was like, "I'm really sorry to bother you, and I know you get this a lot, but can I get a photo?" And I <laughs> grabbed my little like flip phone, yeah, and, like, I, like your I, razor, yeah, it probably. I don't even know if it, if that even. And uh, I got this grainy, crappy photo of just like a scrawny little me next to this gigantic dude. And uh, and so yeah, who else in this room has a photo with a convicted rapist? Apparently, <laughs> apparently me. <laughs> I did not Yikes. know where you were going there, but oh, yeah. my goodness, I found out way. all the Kellen Winslow crap, and I'm like, oh my god, I had my armor on that guy. It just freaked <laughs> oh, me out. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I, I can beat you. I sat oh, next no. to a convicted murder, <laughs> yeah. Don King. He killed oh, two people. Oh yeah, sat oh, next to no, him on a plane. You know what? Yeah. Like, I Don also King to, killed two people. He killed yeah. two people. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's a convicted murderer. He, yeah. Yes. What is he doing roaming the streets? I, yep. He's from those... Cleveland. I was on a flight seven thirty morning that last year. Yeah, you sent us a yeah. picture. Strolls in like Don freaking King. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those he weird was, wasn't situations he, uh, where wasn't they he like did... Mike Tyson's promoter? Yeah. Oh, he promote. He was. I know he was a lot of promoter for boxing. Yeah. It's all hair. I also. It's crazy you mentioned that this guy's not famous. He's a guy I graduated with. I went to Germany with this guy. 
And uh, he's now also in jail for like murdering. This is this, again, I, uh, this is the podcast of tangents. But I I, I, uh, I interned with this one guy, and we were friends for a while, and learned out he was a pedophile. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, well, I don't Yikes. have any stories like that. <laughs> it was really actually it was kind of sad. I have a picture with he, LeBron. Yeah, he was a senior he, in high school. He served in. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to make any excuse for his behavior because I. I think then that don't. Was inherently, <laughs> no, I'm not. But I'm saying there, there was there was um, there was something wrong with him. After, he served like. Four tours in Iraq, and there's yeah. something wrong with him. After, yeah, know, that'll do PTSD it. I, I, I Again, yeah. I'm not trying to make an excuse because I still don't sure. think that at all justifies. But I do think there's a deeper context. Sure. But um, yeah, don't know why we're well, talking yeah. about this. One time, wow. Jimmy littered in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you take a picture with him after? I did. I. Speaking of doing, speaking of getting tickets uh, while in your car. Oh, there we go. Nice. What segue. a segue! Like that, uh, Richard Higgins and uh, Jed Wills. Uh, wow, that was so smooth. Like that really was. That you was guys weird. are morons. <laughs> okay, so, let's let's preface this though, because one of them they say that they they uh, they got cited for drag racing. One of them was cited for an eighty-two and a sixty. Like, is there anybody? Not that crazy. Is there anybody sitting at this table that hasn't driven eighty-two? Wait, in so they car? would have been on ninety then. They oh, said Westlake. So they yeah. would have been 60, 90, 60. So they had to have been on 90. Probably. Yeah. And, in, in, uh, yeah, this might be a, a Jed Wills even cop even tweeted about it. Now, I don't know. He, he's, he tweeted like, so I, I don't have it pulled up, but I saw it just a minute ago. It was like, like none of y'all have like punched it off, the, like after a red light, like, like blown off the line. Oh, a million but I don't even yeah. think it's that at all. If they were in a 60, that means yeah. they were on 90 and the cops are just being goofy. I mean, yeah. you should get a ticket for 82, but. I was I mean ticket fine, but to but say oh they were drag race. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to I, mean, come on. I, did, I did sixty on, on Royalton Road in Strongsville. That's a thirty five. I mean, like I've yeah. I've been there. It was the, granted it was like one o'clock. Man. Yeah. I didn't even get a ticket. Okay, I got pulled man, over, man. but no ticket. What? Officer. How did you get I showed him my tits? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> He must have liked them. Wait, you, yeah. were, you were kidding? Really? No. <laughs> that, that didn't work? It didn't work. Believe it or not, it didn't work. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think there might be more to this. Than there might be. There was sound. there was allegedly At first was like, what? There was like a blunt in the car or something. There was like wow, something marijuana. Yeah. I don't know. There was allegedly marijuana uh, in the car that was destroyed on scene by officers. So that means like it was what the the, the remnants. Like it wasn't even enough to confiscate. Yeah, destroy. So. Like, like what's the po- like? I, I don't understand. I'm telling you, those Wesley. You got to watch out for those Wesley cops. They're goofy. Um, I agree. Like what Good you just said. There's probably more to this. As soon as he said sixty and a eighty and a sixty, I'm eighty-two like, and oh, a sixty. You're talking about ninety then. Like you're right. Like, like there's you a difference. Okay, That's there's a difference between punching it on like Detroit and Westlake, where it's like thirty-five and going like seventy, and there's a difference between driving a little too fast on ninety, a highway. Yeah. Like I'm not saying they shouldn't get a ticket. I mean, if you're going twenty-two over, you probably should get a ticket, but that's about it. You know, it sounds like it might just be a little. I agree stupid. that the it's just not good timing. The no, op, the optics no. are bad. I, it's still it's dumb. The the Browns them. right now are a, a literal and figurative dumpster fire, and it should Ugh. be one of the like most exciting, celebrated times in Brown and not just history. It, um, it just the whole thing sucks. Uh, what we're what they're dealing with right now on the heels of finally you know snapping the the longest streak um, in the NFL. Playoff drought, and now we're talking about not just people getting sick, but a couple of guys getting cited for drag racing, which is just dumb. 
But it should end right there, though. They shouldn't take. I hope so. There. They shouldn't do anything. Else I'm sure this. that'll that'll likely be the end of it. Um, yeah, and then we got the news as well. I mean, this is like you know to to move right into it. Uh, Kaderil Hodge and um, Joel Batonio tested positive for COVID. Along the, with the Kevin Batonio St- one is devastating. That's the worst one. Joel Batonio has been a part of the 0-16 team. He was a part of the 1-15 team. He's the longest tenured Brown at the moment. Um, this is supposed to be his time to finally get a playoff game, and just the fact that he doesn't get to be a part of it is just gut wrenching. Well, for me, it's just it's just like the 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 impact that's going to be on the field because oh, Cam Hayward is going to eat in the middle of the offensive line right now. So we're literally going to start somebody at right guard that's never played a snap in the NFL at right guard in a playoff game. Jeez. Yeah. Hubbard's on IR. Yep. Uh, they just put – what's his face on it? Nick Harris on IR, yeah, who's a rookie, who has, doesn't have a lot of snap – doesn't have a lot of snaps of his own. Um, so the available replacements are potentially Kendall Lamb, who's coming back from his own injury, and he's a tackle. He's never played a guard. Or two uh, undrafted rookies that they've one they had since training camp that was on their practice squad that they elevated. He's never played a snap uh, in the NFL uh, at any offensive line position, let alone guard. And a guy that they signed a couple weeks ago who also has never played a snap in an NFL game on uh, on the offensive line. And this is this is also assuming that they're even going to be able to practice at all this week. Which is not looking. J.C. Treader said that the facility is going to be closing in tomorrow. He's the NFLPA president. He's center for the Browns. Like his word. I mean, like he's as plugged in as find, anybody. Yeah, is. find a more direct source. Absolutely. He says that the facility is going to be closed tomorrow, which means they don't practice on Wednesday, which is the game plan install day for a playoff game. And we haven't gotten to the point in the fact that we're not going to have a head. We're not going to have our head coach on Sunday. Which is bigger than anything. Mike Prefer will be filling in because Stefanski tested positive for COVID, along with our uh, tight ends coach and a DB coach. We currently have special teams. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah Prefer special we curr- teams. Yeah. We currently have two offensive coaches that are not on the COVID Stump list. Stump Mitchell, Stump Mitchell, Running and Alex Alex Van Pelt. Those are the only two. Alex Van Pelt's our offensive coordinator. He hasn't called plays. Yeah. Stefanski calls plays. He will this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> either him or me. Right. <laughs> and I don't – so how could – I don't understand this. So I understand that, like, Stefanski will have to stay away. Yeah. Why can't he just, like, Zoom or Skype in on Sunday? I was thinking the same thing. Is there not a way Why he can, can't to, he like, call talk plays from, in the guy's ear? You can thank Ray Farmer for that. There was a rule put in place about electronic devices uh, on the sidelines of NFL games when he got he got caught remember, texting the yeah, sidelines. Yeah, he was texting or tweeting or whatever. Yeah, during... The NFL is not going not gonna to repeal that rule. Oh, I understand that, but like, well, I just, I just don't. We have the technology. Why well, can't he call plays? And it, it's during a pandemic. I mean, I feel like yeah. that should be excused yeah. a little yeah, bit. I understand, little bit. understand texting like during a, a normal game five years ago, but like, come on. Well, here's the thing. This all, this all started when the NFL effed up and not uh, postponing the Browns Jets game two weeks ago. Yeah. The Browns haven't had a chance to get the virus out of their of their organization since then because well, they're just like they're continuing to play games and then other guys test positive and then other guys test positive well, and now how in the world are the are the Steelers not like I'm not saying I don't I'm, I don't wish COVID on anyone but how in the world do they not have any more positive that's like, what they I were breathing all around these guys that, that's what I don't understand so like the, is, shouldn't there be like Somebody. I mean, you have to think maybe some news is going to break in the next. Few so days, the CDC but. guidelines for uh, contact transmission of the virus is within six feet for fifteen consecutive minutes. 
the teams so weren't been lied to. No, I'm just kidding. No, that that's that's I'm been the, that's been that's been the thing the whole time. Um, the the continue like the continuous fifteen minutes is weird to me. It's like, okay, so if like what so what if like like this is kind of gross and graphic, but what if somebody who had the virus came up and just spit in my mouth? Like I haven't been around, or them. even accidentally <laughs> spit. Like when you're when like the I mean, center, don't look like, especially at me. like with the. <laughs> Especially with the, the <laughs> defensive and offensive line, like they're riding each other's faces. Like, oh, yeah, they're sweating you can on each grunt other. Grunt or yell and like accidentally yeah, spit, yeah. Like, and you know that happens. Like every oh, play, yeah. blood, sweat, and tears. The whole thing. I don't... See, to me, the NFL should suspend all games a week. I don't know if they would ever do that or if they could do that. But just... oh, they could do that. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, give, that would give all the teams. Literally, it's up to the teams to quarantine their own players. Yeah, and do that, well, should... and then and give all the teams a break to make sure there's no stupid COVID. Delays or they should have they should have they should have bubbled up for the playoffs, like each that, team bubbled yeah. up in a hotel, and you know nobody going like I, I get it it's around the holidays and you know you're telling human beings that they can't go around their families but it's like I mean what else do you would you rather not play like what I don't I mean yeah I, I just I go back to you know the WNBA and the NBA and MLS they all bubbled up and figured it out I mean, hockey even MLB did that too, for the playoffs. Yeah, true. Well, we're right in the ALCS or something? yeah, from yeah the playoffs. Um, Hockey did it. I mean, every other league really found a way to, to well, like, it, the, at some the, point yeah. implement a bubble. And the NFL will come back and say like, "Oh, well, we got we we played all of our 256 regular season games," but like they're also saying that less than one percent of the league has contracted the virus. Right. I, I saw something about Which that. Which is on the also today. true. It's today. There's yeah. so there's uh, I think that is the is the number. That could be right, but also I think a number even less than that is um, players and coaches and stuff contracting the virus from like inside team facilities. Like it's all coming from like outside in. Yeah. Um, well, that's the reason why this is not considered an outbreak. Same thing in previous weeks. This is why we didn't have any games canceled. Which I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. In the last like in the last like eleven days, the Browns have put seventeen players or coaches on their COVID list. Like what? What what what's the definition of an outbreak? I don't I don't get it. Like a third of the organization has contracted the virus or been in close contact with the virus within the last like week and a half. What were the numbers for the Ravens game that prompted them to postpone that game? How did <coughs> well, that? How the was that? The Titans had it too. Oh, I thought. Oh, so both. Was, was, well, was... the, the Titans had it earlier in the season when they were supposed to play the uh, the Steelers, and the Ravens had it. Both of those situations were uh, like negligence on on behalf of the team. Like the Ravens had like strength and conditioning coaches that were just not wearing their mask, and somehow, some way, it got into the organization and it was spreading within the team from inside the facility. So they determined that as an outbreak, and then they they uh, postponed their games because like so the the Ravens got the Ravens got uh, breaks for them having COVID because they were negligent and uh, half I know, their team I got thought it. it was because of the tight because it was the Titans Ravens game that was pushed back like three times because both teams had outbreaks at the same time. Wasn't that what the no, reason No, the was? Titans had an outbreak earlier in the season when they played the Steelers. The Steelers have gotten screwed like three or four times. I hate the Steelers, but they've gotten screwed like three or four times this year uh, because of it. The Ravens had it when they were supposed to play the Titans, but the Titans yeah, didn't have an outbreak at that point. Mm-hmm. So the Ravens actually got like two or three games like postponed, which is utterly ridiculous. The fact that they're just like, no, Browns, you have to play. Sorry, you got to play. We don't care. I I agree with what you said. The the NFL should. 
they've built into the schedule where they can delay the Super Bowl up until the end of February. Because at the end of February, the league calendar turns over and it's the start of a new league year. So they have the ability to do that. For them to just say, hey, we're going to pause everything for a week. Let's get every team into a hotel and let's make sure. But no, the NFL doesn't care about, which is ridiculous. The NFL doesn't care about competitive imbalance during a, during a pandemic, which is utterly ridiculous. But they're just going to be like, oh, we don't care. Uh, you, you have to uh, not have your head coach for your, uh, your playoff game. I, that's why I say I think, and I think there's probably going to be more positive cases between now and, and Sunday. Yeah, and that's the thing; Saturday. it's only Tuesday. I, I think they might as well. They should just delay well, it by one week. I, but I don't yeah, know, they're, so they're uh, well. The problem is, is now you're into the playoffs. So if you delay the Brown Steelers game, you have to delay every game. That's what I mean. Right. I think they should delay the entirety of the postseason one week and tell yeah. all the teams, "Hey, you guys have." An extra week to clean up your act or whatever you need to do to get all your players quarantined to those who are positive to test negative before the, ne- the before the game. You have an extra week to do all that, and then we'll restart. And if anything happens after that, it's on it's on you guys, kind of a thing. But yeah, that would be in my. I mean, that makes the most sense. That should have been something that they built into the season, like before the playoffs even started. Honestly, I think the fact that it it worked fairly well for the majority of the season is why they're probably not going to do that because they're just like oh well, it worked well it worked fair it worked fairly well because they came out and literally said like we don't care about competitive imbalance so if right, right. if you if your team is unless it's unless it's a deemed outbreak where you're missing like 20 players if you're missing four to five players we don't care what position we don't care if it's your head coach mm-hmm. you're we're going to play the game which i think is ridiculous because i know in the browns case it's not because of negligence within the organization. The problem I have is is why do you why do you give the Ravens the benefit of the doubt and postpones their games when they were negligent and it was a hundred percent their own fault why they got their outbreak as opposed to the Browns who the NFL is claiming that it's not coming from within the building and it's community spread like the players are getting it in their own lives. Well, wouldn't that be negligence on their part if they're like doing things? Like, yeah, but you can't hundred like if you're if you're outside the facility, you can't hundred percent like like who knows if somebody got it when they went to the grocery store getting groceries for their kids. Like you can't penalize well, right, somebody for yeah, that. that but, That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I doubt everyone. I, I'm sure these guys are also hanging oh, yeah. out and stuff. Well, right. I mean, there's a rumor out there that the that a bunch of Browns players had a party after the Giants game when they got mm-hmm. back to their apartment. So who knows what's going on? But. All I know is it sucks for us. It's the first year we're legitimately good. We're eleven and five. We're in the playoffs, and a day after we're partying and celebrating that fact, uh, it comes down that uh, probably our best offensive lineman is out, our coach is out. Which I mean, you might—I mean, that might as well just be Baker not playing. It's 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 crazy. It's insane. Like we not ideal. Yeah. Like even I'll if you even, what, even if we were gonna lose this week to the Steelers, which is which is you know probably what was gonna happen. Like at least we get a week to celebrate this. Now yeah. it's like, who gives a damn? Like now, on the flip side though, and I don't think this is likely. I know where you're going. And if we were to win this game, oh my god, the amount of build shit Baker, talking, build Baker a statue. It would be spectacular. I, and again, I want to be clear. I don't <laughs> think that we will. But like, can you imagine a short-handed, like a short-staffed team, somehow pulling it off? Like, because one, first, first and foremost. Fans are not Heinz Field is just like the Bermuda Triangle for the Browns. It's just all bad. There's, it's there's, it's all bad. There's no fans this year though, right? I don't think there are, think but uh, they had them at some point. I wonder if they took I them away doubt again. Doubt that they're gonna have them. They might. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, I, I I really don't think it would. But boy, it would be craziness if I they were to. Hey, if I the run game can get it done, hey, you didn't lose say, Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I think if the you run guys game need to think about it this way. Like, yeah, you lost a coach that sucks because he's obviously been a huge advantage for you guys this year. But some, I don't know. You never know. Like, I mean, if you can have a competent guy to make to who even just plays it safe. Yeah, for the game, I, you just never know what happens, you know. Oh, and, it's just the big deal. The running game is obviously your thing. I'm yeah. sure. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right know. now, Baker's back's against the wall, and he has nothing to lose. That dude is coming out slinging. Might as well, right? Yeah. Like, go nuts. That guy, like, Baker's no one going full anything. Brett Favre. And, and you know what? Sunday. Maybe the Steelers don't know how to game plan for that because it's like, okay, this saying. is yeah. this is this is what they normally do. This is normally their game strategy. They're gonna be without. It's like their... when Freddie Kitchens came. It's like <laughs> you didn't know how to game plan <laughs> it, and oh, then God. you start, and then you start. Okay, this is all he does. He calls the dumbest plays on third and ten. Right. Okay, we, we can yeah, easily that's defend. Draw play on fourth and nine. Sometimes this weird like mix-up stuff could work, especially when it's a one-off. Well, it's like you ever like if you know how to play chess if you've ever played with somebody who mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. and then they lead like they just make these insane moves you have no what idea you, what they're doing you don't know what you're doing yeah <laughs> and so like you're just sitting there like you know what's going on and they're just like goofing around you're like are you drunk what are you doing and then then you're like wait i don't know how to game plan for this like i'm not you know yeah. maybe there's something oh, to that i have no idea <laughs> i'm not ready for someone to already take out my bishop with his uh, right 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 his like, knight. uh what i so, love the optimism though. yeah what am I i'm trying thing? i'm grasping yeah. straws, that's, such good, that's such a good example because you have those people that will just jump around with their horse and just kill off a bishop they're like i like this one like, because i can move right. cool and the other person's just like are we playing a game why or did you, you do that yeah. <laughs> yeah. i will say there is something to be said uh, to where, so I on the post game show I had already mentioned that one of the reasons why I thought uh, the Browns would actually play better in Sunday's game as opposed to this past Sunday's game was there's going to be no pressure on them in this right. playoff game. Right. Nobody nothing expects to them to win. They have nothing to lose. This the the game on Sunday it was going to be like if they if they lost like you lost to the Jets and then to a Steelers team that rested all their starters and that's how you didn't make the playoffs. Like there was pressure there. There's no and especially now. Without your head coach, without some key players, without essentially your entire offensive coaching staff, uh, there's going to be no pressure on the Browns. Like nobody's going to think that they're going to win. Nobody thought we were going to beat the Steelers before. Now it's like if the if the Browns come within three touchdowns, it's going to feel like a win. <laughs> right. So, I mean, in that situation, the Browns. I don't know that you have a better quarterback uh, to play in those types of situations because Baker's the best when. His back's against the wall. Nobody believes in him. Everybody's trashing on him. Like, he's he's going to go into this game like how, you know, a lot of people compare him to Brett Favre. Like, he's going to go into this game Brett Favre-like. And, you know, they called Brett Favre the old gunslinger. That's going to be Baker on Sunday, for better or worse. I mean, he might come out, do that. I'm not saying that he's going to throw for five touchdowns and lead the Browns to a win. He might throw four interceptions. But he's going to go out – uh He's going to go out the way that he knows how, and that's slinging the ball over the field. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, gosh. Why? Why can't we have nice things? This is just how it goes. This is Cleveland. I saw, I forget who it was, like somebody tweeted, like, the fumble, the drive, the not decision, allowing your co- the pandemic. Not, not, having yeah. your head, <laughs> not having your head coach for a playoff game is not just how it goes. That's never happened before. Uh, that's pretty wild. I wonder, like... Moses Cleveland, was he just like a bastard? Was he just like a bad guy? <laughs> like, what oh, kind of juju do we have yeah. in town? Like, what, what, like, did he do something horrible? And we're just like, just, 
like paying for what, it. Man. I don't know, man. We've it's, got some crazy luck in this town. I'll tell you what, it's it, it's not going to happen, and uh, it's going to hurt even if we lose like this. But <laughs> could you, like you said, could you imagine if we somehow win this game? I'm crazy. I mean, talk about exercising all the demons. We yeah. can't beat Ben. We can't beat. We can't win in Pittsburgh, and we're going to do it under these circumstances. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, that would be the Super Bowl for the Browns. That really would, yeah. honest to God. Honest to God. Well, I'll, I'll say this. If they do do that and then get all their guys back, all bets are off, man. I'm. S- well, yeah, I mean, the I, next the – next- Because you're playing with house money at that point. Like I said, no pressure at all. Even when you get your guys back, if you get past the Steelers game under those circumstances, yeah, you know, obviously I'm not going to pick us to beat the Chiefs, right? Like, we had right. that text chain earlier today. Like, I'm not – you know, I was emotional at that point. Like, you guys don't need to jump on me, which is because when I say that oh, we could possibly win the Super Bowl this year. Like, we made the playoffs. Yeah, there's yeah. been there's been a lot of six seeds that have got just barely gotten into the playoffs and won the freaking Super Bowl. The Steelers are one of them. Obviously, I'm not going to pick them. Like, if, if we somehow get through this game, we have to play the Chiefs next week. Obviously, I'm not a moron. I'm not going to pick the Browns to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> That'd be fun, though. But, But really, like... What if that were to happen? At that point, there's I don't think there's any team that you would definitively say could beat the like definitively say like oh they're going to beat the Browns. And there's no team in the NFC. I don't the NFC is nothing and the Packers are whatever. I'm I'm getting way ahead of myself. But yeah, just imagine. Imagine if we were able to win on Sunday given the circumstances. I mean it'd be it would be insane. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I think everybody who everybody in the national media who continues to dog on Baker Mayfield is dog shit. They're just doing it because they're haters. Like they, you can't. I mean, he's proven everybody wrong. So if he were to do this, like you can't, you can't, you can't say anything bad about him. So we'll see. Go Baker. We'll How find bad out. Is Cam Newton? Yeah. Oh. Well, I, oh. listen, listen. listen. Oh, we don't need to spend too much time on that. I mean, we can't. But. I can lament, but no. Do you, th- but do you think he'll be listen, back? Next listen year? to me. No, no, no. His, no, his career is over. His you career. Is do over. you think it's mental? Or some do you think he's hit a wall. Some or team no, might take a chance his... on him and give him one year, but I don't. I don't know what it is. I think it's. I think no, it's a little bit that, of both. I think it's physical and mental. He I, had that. He had that surgery on his throwing yeah. shoulders he last year in Carolina. He, he can't throw he a ball past ball. twenty yards. No, it's he has no arm strength. It's, it's, he has a dead arm. It was ugly to watch. It was right. it was ugly to watch those games. I I, I like him. I wanted him. I did. I don't yeah. want the. Pa- I'll be I liked honest. Cam I don't Newton. Want, yeah. I don't want the Patriots to su- to succeed, but I wanted him <laughs> to like maybe have at least They've a done good enough. personal year, yeah. and then I don't know the Patriots would be like, oh, we're gonna I, go with this I, other guy, and then I will trade tell him you, to a team I like. But I will tell you, it was a fun setup though. It was a fun thing to like. Honestly, I, I don't want to be the underdog as a Patriots fan, but it was kind of cool to see it from that perspective for once. It's like, okay, everyone's counting us out. Like, this underdog, guy. it's cool. <laughs> we got cool Cam losing. Newton. Cam Newton's at our at, at QB. What? So it was it was a fun setup, but then just to kind of flop like that was like, oh, well, that, under yeah. Belichick, like, it's really hyped up. It was, eh, it was, yeah. it was boring. It sucked. I hate it. It looks it. like they're about to lose their GM. He's about to go to the Texans. They did. It's really? official. Casario. Yeah. Casario. Wait, he's not your GM though, is he? He's bought. He, 
He's not, that's not his title because Belichick runs everything. Director oh, of player personnel. He's their director of. But I don't know anything about him. I I mean, I, Texans fans are the biggest whiny babies in the world. They're like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Well, the only, only thing I know about our, I have no idea. If only thing I know about our front office is Belichick, it's Belichick. Rob, and Robert Kraft. Like yeah, that's it. And that's he's it, just, right and he's just the owner. Belichick like like that's it. Like that's right. all I know. Yeah, I don't know anything. So he's good I think the reason why the Texans don't want Nick Casario is because Bill O'Brien tried to bring him in like two years ago as GM before Bill O'Brien became the GM. But I listen. That could mean one of that could no, mean. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I, why, I, yeah, yeah. I wanted Nick Casario on the Browns a couple years ago, and, and actually, uh, before I was completely proven wrong, I wanted him to come to the Browns with Josh McDaniels last year as our coach. Where McDaniels? Nice. McDaniels. Um, he's still he's the still Patriots. And you know, he's getting no yeah. interviews, which is weird. I think. I think I there's think a. I think there's a. The whole, you know, I don't think Bill's going to be coaching very much. You know longer, who's. You know who's think, gotten a lot more press than McDaniels this year is uh, Belichick's son. Yeah. Steve Belichick. Yeah, he, Golden, I, 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 I honestly, yeah, I haven't even heard of McDaniel's in a long time. I didn't even Belichick's know he was got still two calling. sons on the coaching staff. Doesn't Does he? he? No, I, I think he has a second son. That's like a he's younger. He's like a like a quality control or intern or whatever. Hmm. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, give yeah. him some label. Yeah, some yeah, kind that, of title. that's a that's a nice way of saying here here's a minimum wage coaching job. <laughs> yeah, the the best coaching lineup. Was definitely Belichick, McDaniel's, and Trish. What's his name? Trish from the the Patricia. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Patricia from the from the Lions. The dude when the he was running. formerly with the Lions. Here he got. Oh, yeah. really? he already got yeah. Well, you know, he was our defensive coordinator. Dude was a former rocket scientist. Like he, yeah, I, I never saw him as a head coach. I'm glad he jumped on it, got paid. You know, had this thing. But yeah, I think he was one of he's one of those guys who doesn't work as a head coach. Yeah, but he works. Well, also, like, the thing about know. the thing about the Belichick tree is none of his assistant coaches like ever. The only one who comes from the Belichick tree that's had success really is Vrabel, and he was never a coach. He was yeah. a player yeah. for the Patriots. Well, yeah. Brian Flores so far is doing. Flores okay. He's it, done a good job. It's early, but yeah, so far job. so good. Yeah, but yeah, you know, he's another quarterback. Some but. guys just. Um, you know, just because you know you know a particular subject doesn't mean that you can like lead in that world. You know, well, I yeah. mean, as an educator, you know, like sometimes, yeah. like some people, like you can know, like some of the best professors I ever had were not like yeah. absolute rock stars in the field. They had the the required knowledge, but they also gave a crap about their students and knew how to communicate. Right. And and you know, I'm I'm learning that so much this year too. This is my first year coaching basketball. I'm coaching the seventh grade middle school team, and you know, as a player, it was like, oh, I know everything about Green the game. Green and white, like, let's fight. Yeah, like I, I know everything about the game, and you know, I played the game for so long. It's like, how could you not know? And then, <laughs> but sometimes trying to articulate things to kids, even the most basic stuff, the most basic stuff that you didn't think you had to know. Like, I'm telling you, help defense, not trap. Yeah, You know right. what I mean? Like, when I, when I use specific terminology... It's like you didn't realize that you had to start from ground from from the basics first, right? And I, I think that that translate a lot translates a lot in sports when you have these guys that are really good in a certain aspect of the game, and then they try to take on kind of like what mm-hmm. you were saying, the whole aspect of it, and they just come up short. I think it kind of trickles down to that. Yeah, it really does. I mean, just because like in my mind, like I want my head coach to be somebody who can establish culture who can be a leader hold people accountable like yeah obviously you need to have the knowledge of the game of course but like that's more important to me than somebody who had like three awesome years as a coordinator somewhere because like that could be they're a rock star that could also just be that they're a product as we've seen with the patriots like Mm. how many guys have come off the belichick tree and like you were talking about dan just have not worked out like right 
because the Patriots, love them or hate them or anywhere in between, like they are the definition of establishing culture, building an environment where people know like we are all committed to this one goal, mm -hmm. and if you're on board, God love you, and yeah. if not. You can kick rocks. Like well, the, the Steelers like, yeah, do it too. Yeah. And again, I hate. I, I'm not. I hate them. But like, they've had like eight coaches, like ever. We've gone through that. Yeah. <laughs> like we've gone through that in the past like 12 years. You know what I mean? Like that's just they're committed to building culture, and it starts at the top. Yeah, I'm I'm going down a rabbit hole here, but nah, it's all right. I know, appreciate at, it. At the end of the day. Um, we're not going to have our, our guy in, in Stefanski, you know, looking, bringing it back to Browns things. Like, yeah. We're not going to have him necessarily, but hopefully he's done enough with the guys that are going to be there and healthy that they're going to know, like, hey, we're committed to X, Y, and Z, and here's the game plan. Because he can zoom in and work with them all week. He just can't do anything on game day. Yeah, so on game day. the best thing we can hope for is just that they figure out one hell of a bag of tricks and – Maybe they'll run the ball most of the time like they should be doing. And, yeah. I'm and really convinced that last week they didn't do their normal to offense, simply just save what they could for, for this week. Stefanski like, said that yeah. in the in his press conference yesterday before everybody knew he had COVID. Yeah. Um, he said, like, yeah, we want to make sure that our guys are fresh, and uh, which, which, I mean, it worked. It kind of boggles my mind because, like, like – Nothing was assured going into that game. So I mean, it's risky, but it's very risky. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm not gonna lie. I wish that if they're not going to postpone the game, uh, I wish that they would put the Browns on Saturday at 1 p.m. just so we can get it out of the way. The fact <laughs> that we have to wait until Sunday night now, it's just like oh, it's oh. Sunday. Night. I thought it was Saturday night. Sunday it's night. Sunday night. Sunday night at eight eight. 15. 15. And I'm just so not stoked about a night game. Yep. I don't know why they put an East Coast team, two East Coast teams, in the 8 p.m. game. I think they – because probably for, for – uh, Well, I mean, before the COVID, the COVID situations, I mean, if you look at it, the Brown-Steelers game probably – That's what I mean. It's probably, probably would do the biggest of, yeah. ratings. And I, I, I have no idea how they determine, like, who plays what time and when during the playoffs. But, but yeah, so – um, hopefully that hopefully that the Browns can pull one out for the ages, but uh, boy, is it going to be tough. So, screw you, Pittsburgh. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk a little NBA here because we got some news that came out, um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. So apparently, the NBA is looking at expanding, um, and is looking at a couple expansion franchises to kind of help offset. Uh, their net losses from the pandemic for last year and at the start of this year with no fans. Um, they're, the rumor is they're looking at uh, two expansion franchises and the it, and the franchise fee apparently is two and a half billion dollars. <laughs> That'll help the books. Yeah. So if you want to if you want to own an NBA franchise, it's uh, it's a two and a half just start billion dollars. Just, just start a GoFundMe. Think of how <laughs> that'll work. Side note: Think of how boring you have to be if you're. Uh, who owns Amazon? What's his name? Uh, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Imagine how boring you are. You have like a hundred and however many billion dollars. He could literally just goof to, around. You could that buy guy. an entire yeah. league. He could <laughs> buy. He could buy every league in this yeah. country. <laughs> how do you not just be like, you know what? 
I'm gonna buy a team and like people and don't be realize how much money that is. Like he's he he's, doesn't ever have to work again. Why did I, I'm sorry? I just I don't you know this is why I'm not 140 billion dollars rich. Because... Nobody in his family for the rest of time have to work. <laughs> right. yeah. I just blows my mind that guys like that won't buy a team. Like just buy a team. Just maybe have he doesn't fun. Like, with... Maybe don't like sports. Yeah, yeah. There are people in this world that don't like sports. Right. Jimmy, that aren't right. named Jimmy Pisarchik. <laughs> Jimmy would buy the UFC. No, yeah, that's what and I'm then, saying. Jimmy keep, would buy and then, something and then keep like, Dana as his bitch. So I'm going to start this conversation out by saying this conversation. Uh, this conversation <laughs> yeah, where are you going with that? Uh, it has to be Seattle. 100%. Bring back Seattle, the Sonics. Seattle has 100%. to be, and it has yeah. to be the Supersonics. <laughs> yes. You yes. can't name it anything other than Absolutely that. Absolutely not. Bring back 100%. the Supersonics. Same color, same yeah. logo. and Throwback jerseys, too. It I was, it was really, honestly, it was a really messed up. If you read into it, yep. how they lost their team, yep. they had one of the better fan bases. Don't need to tell Cleveland fans about yeah. messed up teams. They playing. had one of the better fan bases. And you know, you actually know it too. Yeah, as an Oilers. Well, I'm yeah. not an Oilers fan, but um, yeah, it's messed up, and I shocking. And I, I, I'm not trying to say like for any Thunder fans that they're fakes. I mean, that's their team, and they never had a team. And well, the fans do. aren't fakes. No, no I, absolutely. Not. The ownership. I, I'm saying like. Right. I'm not trying to delegitimize, not that my opinion matters, but I'm not trying to say like the Thunder. Like, I think it's a terrible name and I think it's a terrible logo, but you know what? I'm happy that Oklahoma City has a team. It's just not right that it came at the expense of Seattle. Right. Like, yeah. I, so if any, it's not even a debate. Like, I don't even, I, the NBA has to somehow ensure that the next new franchise is in Seattle, in my right. opinion. I just, yep. that's. A million percent. I don't so, see. I don't think it's justice any other I way. think that's a pretty, and I think that's a pretty widely held belief. Yeah. So I guess yeah. the question would be, what's the second franchise? I've heard yeah, Vegas. Not, I didn't realize there was two, but he told me that. Today. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it's going to be Vegas. I see, hope that's not man. To me. That's. Yeah. <laughs> you know who? Well, I, so you got like I mean, you've got to think about it. Uh, so the NBA always holds their summer leagues in Vegas. Like the NBA, it makes the, sum, sense. the NBA in the summertime essentially sets up sets up a hub in Vegas. Um. So they, they're, I can't remember what the arena's called, but they, they have, like, there's facilities there, obviously. Um, and recently, like, a lot of t- for a long time, Vegas was, like, a bugaboo for, like, sports franchises because, like, every everybody was against sports betting and sports gambling, so why mm-hmm. would you have a sports mm-hmm. team there? You know, now sports betting is becoming legalized, and, you know, over the past, like, half, half decade, you've seen them get an NHL team, and now they have – an NFL team there in Vegas. So it makes sense. The next progression would be uh, an NBA team. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wouldn't it be sick if it was like Louisville? That's so like, give, it to, give it to Kentucky. That's what I'm like, just I, make Kentucky just I a actually, basketball state. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't that be so sick? Louisville would make a lot of sense because they don't have any pro sports, right? I don't no, think. No. no. So, first of all, give there them are their no first pro sports in Kentucky. Right. Give them just their first pro. First of all, you'd have a crazy fan well, base. Yeah. Louisville basketball is already huge. It's a basketball city. And Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, in Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, I forgot yeah. about Kentucky. <laughs> Duh. They're going Kentucky. but they're going to they're going to put it uh where they feel like they can make the most money. Yeah, and, and I was going to say right. And I'm not trying to pile on Kentucky. I mean, we all know no, they're there for a couple of years. small market. Well, yeah, it's yeah. That, that's just a th- No, I mean, that is so what it is. Annoying. I hate I agree. So I totally agree. So stupid. But I mean, looking at it from a, a standpoint of what can you sell? Yeah. There's so much more money in a market they, like they, Vegas compared they're, to They're going to they're going to give it to LA have, so they have three teams. My, I mean, yeah. that they would get LA would get a third team before Louisville got <laughs> if a they, team. If they I'm, get a third team, I will boycott the Emmanuel. No, I mean, like, they would, yeah. <laughs> that'd be so Wouldn't it be crazy if they did something like that just give it to like West Virginia, like just something like that. Just throw a team. Down. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Take me home. 
Country yes. Road. Let's throw a team in Alaska. Give it to. <laughs> give Houston another team. No. Let's have two. <laughs> let's have two Houston teams. I don't know. I mean, How another about, a team could. Li- I mean, Texas could work. I mean. What Austin. if they brought back New Jersey? Uh, oh, yeah. no, real talk. Austin. Austin would, Austin would probably. Well, well, also, you'd. And, I don't know and this, if that would work. And this, the Spurs. Go, this goes. Most a, people in Austin are Spurs fans. This goes True. against my Vegas argument. You would think if they're going to bring back two teams, one's got to be in the East Coast, one's got to be in the West Coast. Oh, for, it probably Because actually, the NBA is divided up geographically. It does I mean, probably so have be to tough. be that. I mean, way. they are. I mean, I guess. Actually, that maybe or, not. That or they'll make like Chicago a because West they could, Coast team. They could, they could, uh, Memphis is right now in the West. They could easily just put them in the, in the East. I've always wondered oh, why. Or something right, like that. Right, they, right, right, right. I mean, I know I already said this, but I think people were talking. Wouldn't they would just bring back New Jersey? That way they already had a New Jersey that, team and then the Supersonics. Why wouldn't yeah, they just do that? I mean, they are so already pre-established. essentially has three teams. Essentially. I mean, I, I, it, I it, guess New Jersey is different. Technically separate. I just feel like they're not that far I mean, away, and I feel si- like the the New Jersey Nets fan base just became Brooklyn. What big cities don't have NBA teams? I know Cincinnati used to have a team back in the day. Well, I, uh, St. Louis used to have a team. St. Louis. That's one of the other popular things. Minneapolis St. Louis. used to be the Lakers. Well, they, yeah, got, they have a team. They got the Timberwolves. I'm an idiot. <laughs> but they used to be the Lakers. I wasn't. You're wrong. not wrong. That they is correct. That, yeah. that is where the Lakers um, came from. No, that's good. That's a good question. Um, um, Baltimore doesn't have an NBA team. Screw Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, and neither does Pittsburgh, and screw them too. Uh, yeah, I never thought of that. They don't. No, they don't. Philly, obviously. Philly has one. Uh, Who else? What? What Florida teams don't have a team? Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tampa Bay can't even support the teams that do actively. Yeah, there have. are no yeah. good sports markets in Florida. Jacksonville, yeah. Miami at times, only when they're like hot. Yeah, but they're still their their fans don't even show up to their playoff games. Well, well, they did with the with LeBron Dwayne years. No. LeBron. Yeah, they the fr- did. The first round of their playoffs, when they had those teams, they were not selling out playoff games. Wow. I mean, by the time they were in, like, the conference finals and finals. Okay, every was, city would do that. But... They were the white, hot heat, baby. <laughs> they were the Heatles. <laughs> that was cool, though. That, it was, that was yeah. cool. cool. That was, it, it was, an, it it was an incredible atmosphere. Like, think about this, though. Like, when Ray Allen up. hit that shot, pretty oh, decent atmosphere. But if it wasn't so many ultra-rich people, that would have been way crazy. Doing a bunch of coke. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, like, look at the crowd reactions. It's only just this. Like, it's not like, like, it's not, it's just not what I would expect for imagine, that like a 2K virtual crowd. Imagine, yeah. imagine if, yeah. uh, if game seven of Cavs Warriors was in Cleveland and Kyrie hit that shot. That's what I'm saying. Imagine that crowd. The, right? Like, that, that building Hell, would crumble to the ground. Even, just I look know at the, all, just look know, at the video look, footage of Cleveland all, when I, I had the watch party. I know yeah. we all hate the Warriors, but that crowd was a solid crowd. Yeah, right? yeah. Because they're not like of all the California Which cities. Which sucks for their Oakland new arena because they're gonna they're gonna lose OKC, a lot of that atmosphere. OKC is a lot like that. Too. OKC's OKC's a great OKC's crowd. Like a yeah. That's why we can't even yeah. we can't even fault the decision of taking them and give giving. No, them I'm not. I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what that's what I was trying to say earlier. It's the shadiness of the business transaction. Right. I'm doing it. But, but no, okay. At least, at least it about, went to a loyal fan. What about a, see? Would they ever do another Canadian team? <sighs> well, they had Vancouver. Bring Vancouver back. Actually, but if they're gonna bring Seattle back, it's okay, like they're too me, close. Hear right? me out. Mexico City. <laughs> no, serious. I'm serious. Like it, you would have to coordinate travel sometimes, depending. Like you couldn't. It would be rare that Toronto and Mexico City play each other. Are there are there a lot of basketball fans in Mexico? Well, I, if the that's what that's what the question is because the NBA does the NBA in Mexico games. I don't know if that is because it's super popular or if they're yeah. trying to force that. Right. I think you know, the NFL is trying. Know. The NFL is trying to do the same thing. 
Right. And again, obviously they couldn't do it this year because of the pandemic, but the NFL plays games like, in Mexico City. When the MLB City, does games in Mexico, it makes perfect sense. They they love baseball in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I know it's big, but I don't know how big, if that makes sense. But That's true. Yeah. But I, I think, think we all uh, agree Seattle is at least one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it has to be. It has one. to be. You can't yeah. have expansion in the NBA and not agree. Uh, not have uh, Seattle. But yeah, the, the second team would be interesting. I, st- I, I just. Uh, Vegas makes too much sense for me. Um, I agree. I just hope. I just hope. Yeah, I just hope <laughs> it's some dumb. small market. Just I would. Like, I would prefer great. like Louisville would be great. Um, what about? Oh no! Char- know, I know. I was gonna Ma- say the Carolinas, but they have Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee already has Memphis, of course. But Nashville. But Nashville's a Na- huge Nashville. City. They could. could they could it. certainly support an NBA franchise. They already have the arena there with the Predators. Yeah. I, I suggested cool. Nashville. Nashville would be St. great. Louis. It would be cool. It wouldn't I even be a far drive work. to go to a game. Yeah. Same. Yeah. St. Louis is another St. Louis, good Cincinnati. I mean, even it's probably too close to Cleveland, but even Columbus. You have the yeah. arena there with Ooh, the Blue Jackets. Columbus would be cool. I just I just think it would be too close to the Cavs. And I think the Cavs are the real fit. Well, the Cavs love the fact that they're the only NBA yeah. team in the I actually in think that's good for the Cavs brand, too, like financially and – and all that kind of stuff. What? There's a ton of that they have all of Ohio. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. why they would throw a fit. I don't think it would make any sense to put a team in Columbus. Yeah. Right. It's all. it's one of the reasons why. So it's actually one of the reasons why it's it's the opposite in the NHL. One of the reasons why Cleveland doesn't because Dan Gilbert wanted to bring an NHL team to Cleveland is because Columbus is right there. Yeah. And that's why we he brought the AHL team back, like the Monsters, because he couldn't get the NHL team, but he wanted hockey because he wanted more events in the arena. Talk about a missed opportunity for the NHL. They should have put a team in Cleveland. But yeah. yeah, I mean, we've I always had minor league but hockey. It might be the same thing, though, that they're adopting the yeah. Blue Jackets up here. Well, yeah, that's and, what you're saying. Yeah. And Red Wings. There's a ton of Red Wings fans in, in Cleveland, too. We support yeah. the Blue Jackets. <laughs> and I tell you what. I don't. But I like them. I don't hate them. There's a ton of real estate. Shout out Jordan Hoffman down in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Up in uh, New England. But if you try to tell somebody in Vermont or Maine or New Hampshire that they're not going to be a Celtics fan anymore, oh, you yeah. get no, punched you in the face. Even, you can't even. It'd be hilarious. That's, that's yeah, yeah, that's why there's it's, certain regions. And you or someone just mentioned this. Like, you like, can't. Like, I think the same situation for, like, Columbus and Cincinnati. That was, that was brought up when I said bring yeah. back New Jersey. And you were saying, like, New York and New Jersey. It's all the same thing. Know, New England. It's, like, weird. Yeah, it's a weird I guess, dynamic, though. I guess that does make sense. No, you could not tell someone in Connecticut that they're no longer in Boston. How, look at the almost. It, it, I think it's working somewhat now. But look at even the the LA football teams. Like talk about just being like, be a fan of this team. Like people are like, all right, I guess we're a football city now. Like they uh, they, were, they yeah, weren't the, there for a reason. Yeah, the NFL is just doing it for the money. Like the, right, the, the, like LA doesn't care about pro football. Yeah, no, the they didn't they care don't. when the Rams were there in the nineties. The deals are the, too the good, only though. way they can make any money off of it, in my opinion. I'm not. I don't know if this is true. Is there's so many people in LA, they're yeah. bound to fill the stadium up right. at some point, you know? Right, and that's why you see these huge cities with multiple teams, like yeah. like New York with the with mm. the bat, like like it's 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 funny how we talk about like in Ohio, the Cavs don't want another team in their entire state, but like New York has two basketball teams, LA has two of everything. Uh, they don't yeah. have two hockey teams, but um, they have three football teams. Yeah. They, Wait, no. What am I talking about? Two. Two. Yeah. yeah two yeah. baseball what? teams. They have two. Who? LA, LA area. Oh, LA. They well, have, and they have, don't they have three New York, something? New York has two of everything. Uh, so LA. They, well, they, have, they have three basketball teams. Yeah. Who? Who? The LA. Yeah. Clippers. Well, well that I mean, Clippers, the, Cal- that, okay, we're more. talking. I was talking I'm about just California. Talking about oh, no, California is like yeah. even more because there's Sacramento's okay, over yeah, there. Yeah, Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento uh, and like, Warriors. California is enormous. Yeah. Like, New York has two of every sport. 
They yeah. have yeah. two baseball, Literally. two basketball, two Soccer. football, and two hockey. Two MLS. <laughs> they do have two MLS. Well, so LA has two MLS, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They just don't have two hockey teams. That's the they just thing. have the LA Kings. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The two baseball teams, the Angels and the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Rams, Chargers. Like now yeah. two I don't know. <laughs> Another thing. So obviously, this whole thing has been been brought on because of the lack of funds right now because of COVID, and then clearly it's actually it's, genius by the NFL it, or mean, the NBA. It, I mean, it's brilliant from the dollars. I mean, there's an extra five billion dollars for the for the league. That's great revenue. But on the flip side, do are is anybody worried about like the um, dispersal of talent oh, like I, diluting I, no, diluting, I, that's, diluting the brand that's is why i don't want this it's it's already I don't want this. you I, could I, already argue that it's I, already bad and it's I only going to get worse to there's an extra I, would, I don't ever support switching a franchise from a city i think it would make more sense to give seattle a, a, a bad franchise but again i right. would feel so bad for the people that are yeah. fans of that team but yeah i, get I agree with you i i don't want more teams because i mean think NBA. about that like there's, like, we, we there's 30 guys on like there's 30 more active yeah. roster guys between these two teams plus all of their g league guys yeah. and all that and i don't think it would help i don't think it would help parity i think it would hurt parity because you're going to have more bad teams and more stronger 100%. teams i mean just look at the nfl the, the browns uh lose two offensive linemen and they're going to have to start uh, an offensive line was never played before because because the amount like the like the NFL could never expand again. There's just not that many good football players. Yeah, like the dilution of talent would be so so large. There's and already again, wait how many again, teams you look, is there? Is there already 30? 30, 32. 32. That's, eight, eight divisions of four teams. That's each. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, the NFL is not going to ever expand again. No, I don't think they shouldn't. But like the NBA, like there are some crappy teams in the NBA. Yeah, like point like. I, I don't mean to pick on them, but the Minnesota Timberwolves, why do they even exist? Well, like they're that, so that, bad. Well, that would like, be a franchise that you could yeah. potentially talent, move to. Though. I mean, they I, do have talent. Doesn't matter. When have they ever done anything? Like, uh, not since the KG, KG era. KG well, there was. They made. I, just no, teams not really. like that, even Sacramento's another one. They like, sucked they with just, Kevin Love. They've. I, they don't even try. I don't they've even had see that talent with. Uh, with uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Oh, love. The, the big guy, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, they've had yeah, talent. They've, they've had never had put it together. They, they literally had Jimmy Butler. They, they had Jimmy yeah. Butler I mean, they there too. Had talent. They always sucked with Kevin Love. They were never good because they never put anybody around him. Right. Yeah. I mean, without LeBron, you I could mean, put even, the Cavs in the conversation. Even, Let's even, be really honest. Well, but the Cavs at least had eras with. Cavs have know. a lot of history though. Cavs, that's what I'm saying. They've never like, won the championship. Then you have other teams like the like Orlando only had like a ten year, an eight year stretch, and then a few. Well, I guess I forgot about the Dwight Howard. But the Dwight Howard was a flash in the pan. Yeah. Like, that was they also not... Had, like... They also had uh, T-Mac for a handful of years. and okay. they Maybe Orlando's a bad and they would <laughs> And they would have been better if, if Grant Hill's ankles didn't explode. Yeah. Like, they were, like, the talk right. of the league that year where they where they traded for... Deep before the Dubs. Yeah. Oh, they well, won, they won a championship before yeah, LeBron. I mean, the well, Heat, they also had, the Heat had D. Morning. Wade, Shaq. I yeah. Mean, they, also, they, they had Gary had, Payton at the end of right. his career. They also had, forgot about Gary Payton. But no, yeah. but even before that, they had Alonzo. Dynamite drop in, Jimmy. <laughs> they had uh, they all, they all had White Chocolate. What's his name? Oh, uh, Jason Williams. Jason Williams. White Dude, they had a lot of talent. I lo- those, old, those old Heat teams were like a, fa- a fan favorite for little kids when you were growing up. Especially like D. Wade and Shaq. Like, I mean, everyone had a D. Oh, Wade yeah. jersey at that age. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting. Right, yeah. I mean, I think it's. It looks like it's going to happen because let's be honest, money talks. Money and talks. No one's going to worry about the money the talks. Issue. When the pandemic started, and when the pandemic started, everybody was saying like, no sports were going to play. Every a, sport played. There's a weird money amount talks, of, man. There's a weird amount of billionaires in this world. So. Which, yeah, and, it, and it's only growing. <laughs> yep. Hopefully, one of them can fork up two, two billion. And yeah, two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. I'm sure there are. 
yeah, Seattle's going to get a team. They, they're going to. And then the other ones, who knows? We'll see. So, yeah, good talk. All right, chat, please. Yeah, uh, so we forgot to post a poll again, but uh, watermelon. <laughs> oh, I can tell you. Did I've, you post that? I didn't see it. On mine. It's on his personal. I got more engagement. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. He's he's uh, Instagram. When famous. in doubt, promote himself. That's that's Jimmy's motto. <laughs> yeah, the guy that doesn't talk. All right, eighty-six percent said tasty, fourteen said nasty. Can you pull up votes? names? I want specific I names. Want, I need names. I need if names. It's on Instagram. He can. <laughs> it's funny. A few people. Already like responded to me. They're like, "Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Give me names." So here's how the many thing. people voted. I uh, eighty total. So okay. I want names. On, let me see them and let me see if I if I can see. If so there's only a handful of people with me. Let's be about uh, ten. Yeah, give or take. Literally eighty people. Did you put in the post that? See if they saw. That, oh, okay. It's not specific enough though. That you was said I, watermelon, nasty or tasty. Right. Because again, I like the I like the artificial flavor. I like the fl- I like the idea of the flavor. <laughs> he likes cool, but I don't likes, like the actual. He likes it in powder food. form. Yeah, give no, me like watermelon. Give, give like, him the like, watermelon fun dip. Like he's wa- all good. watermelon. Um, I love rain yeah, energy yeah, drinks. The melon uh, rain is the be- is their best flavor. Or what like watermelon, like t- uh, taffy. Say what watermelon anything. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, do you like bang? Mm-hmm. Yeah, rain's good though. I like rain. That's my favorite. The watermelon I like rain. I don't think I've had good. rain. I'm a fan. I got it. I got it as a substitute for Bang one time because Sheets didn't have any, and mm, I, like I was bang. like, I just need an energy drink. Right? They're both good. Bang yeah. is one of the few energy drinks that doesn't make me feel like garbage. It's actually crazy. I have the complete opposite effect. Really? So yeah, I cannot drink an entire Bang. I can't. Like when my buddy Tyler will get one, I'll make him literally pour like this much half into a solo it, yeah. cup. Not even half. Like less. Just like yeah, like, half of a half. Yeah, I'll say that and I'll just take a couple some weird ass flavors. They're yeah. froze. They're rose like, flavors. Not a big, I'm not a big fan of their flavors. They give me a weird aftertaste. There's the the star one. I forget that, it's star like, something. It's so good. Star boy. The weekend. The weekend? <laughs> oh, I was like, <laughs> well, well, you look. Well, you great. looked right at Jimmy. I was I like, oh. <laughs> about to get Johnny going. About to get Johnny going again. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we're running late, so. uh We've, I got uh, school tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we appreciate uh, Johnny for jumping on with us again. Yeah, thanks Thank for you. having me. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah. Uh, go Browns. Doesn't look good, but uh, we'll see what happens. You know, hoping a prayer, right? Uh, what are you doing? I had a weird moment where I thought this was my hat. <laughs> <laughs> not my hat. It's my hat. I have that hat. Yeah, I'm wearing a, a hat right now. So he I like grabbed that like he was about to. I was so waiting for him to put it on his head, even though he's I, wearing a hat. That was seconds, hilarious. Seconds away. This is you great. Shouldn't, you shouldn't have interfered because I was literally <laughs> about to be. I was literally going like this. this and is I was great podcast like, talk too because there's no visual. But Jordan was about to put on a hat and he's wearing a hat. Yeah, and it's so, not even my hat. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, we appreciate you guys it's listening. Thanks for uh, if you if you tuned in the whole time, we appreciate it. Check us out on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Uh, check out our website lotlpodcast.com. We've got a couple things in the works, uh, blog related that we're going to be posting on the website soon, hopefully. And uh, yeah, go Browns this Sunday. Beat the Steelers. Oh. And uh, son of a, it didn't work. End it. End it. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no.